take control of the airwaves toll-free at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. Tonight, it's Ian with you. And Luther. And Mark. And you can join us online. Freetalklive.com is the place to go. All the features are free. The website, by the way, allows you to take control of the front page content by voting up and voting down the stuff that you like and the stuff you don't like. You can actually submit your own stuff. We're talking about videos, blog posts, news items, whatever it is you think our audience might be interested in. Uh, You can essentially create the content of the site at freetalklive.com. And, uh, you know, I, I don't know if – has this story made it to the front page of our website? Because if not, it's uh, it should be. Uh, the folks over at copblock.org have been reporting over the past few days about something that has gone down out in Kern County. I believe it is California. Something that I, I found particularly outrageous. And I uh, know I don't see it on our front page of our website. So you can't get everything there, but eventually we will have everything. That is of uh, liberty interest at freetalklive.com, but it's up to you guys to, uh, to create the content. But copblock.org does a great job of following uh, police corruption and uh, the, the tyranny of the police state. And it's a relatively new website, and I think that it's hit the scene with, uh, with a good splash. Adam Miller is with us, uh, one of the propri- proprietors uh, behind the site. Adam, are you there, sir? I am here. Thanks for having me on, guys. Now, our listeners may recognize you uh, from the Motorhome Diaries. You were one of the the three travelers uh, during, or one of the four, I guess, travelers uh, during the Motorhome Diaries last year with uh, Pete from uh, Pete Air and uh, and Jason Talley, who are, I guess, longtime friends of the show at this point. And uh, we've had you on in the past. And you're relatively new to the Liberty Movement. It's uh, the Motorhome Diaries that brought you on board with Liberty, as I recall. Isn't that the right the, the story? Absolutely, yeah. I mean, uh, you know, I've been involved in the movement for a little over a year, and like recently after getting involved, I hooked up with uh, Pierre and Jason Talley, and uh, yeah, we uh, went on the road and did Motorhome Diaries, and kind of been kicking along ever since. So, I mean, you you jumped in, uh, like I said, the the website I think has made a splash. It's a nice looking site. Copblock.org is where people can go. Uh, you post all kinds of uh, stuff that I just don't see popping up anywhere else yeah. as far as police uh, brutality and, and police corruption. And this particular video that we're going to talk about isn't brutal in that nobody gets you know their face kicked into the pavement, thank goodness. However, um, they do get their home just molested. It's disturbing and weird. And the, uh, the, the thugs, the cops in this particular uh, story are awfully nasty. I mean... Uh, as though it weren't bad enough that they were tearing apart someone's home, uh, they're also just rude about it. Why don't you give our listeners uh, a, a, a basic summary of what's uh, what's going down here? What can they find on the front page of copblock.org right now, Adam? Sure, yeah. Like you're saying, uh, Kearns County, uh, California, you were correct, um, Sheriff's Department, along with a bail enforcement agent um, who really has no you know jurisdiction on like search and seizures and things like that unless they're actually pursuing like they see somebody they have a bail on and they run into your building. But anyways, yeah, this woman um, wakes up at six six thirty in the morning to uh, pounding from windows, doors, every every opening to her home, and uh, she's had problems with the police department uh, before uh, harassment, some of which actually has been violent. Um, and so this time she immediately grabs the camera. She has security cameras all around her property now due to this. And she's kind of just waiting. And at one point she sees an officer literally coming almost through her window. He has like a, I don't know if it's a baton or a stick that he grabbed from the ground, like to move the shades and stuff away, yelling at her to open the door. At which time she starts asking them why they're here. Why are they pounding on her door? Um, she opens the front door actually, but that wasn't until like three or four officers had came in the back. 
And uh, at that point, the officer's like, we have a warrant. Uh, we're looking for Andrew or Alan. And they start rifling off some names. And she says she's a woman, so she's obviously not these male names. And uh, she tells them they're not here and they need to leave. And she's constantly telling them to leave her property, that they have no authority or jurisdiction over her. And they laugh at her. They mock her. They lie to her. I mean, they rummage through her property. And all this is on tape. And, I mean, they clearly can see her recording. They, the camera from outside that she recently posted on her YouTube channel um, just today she shows, like, these officers come up, they see the security camera, they block it for a while. Mm -hmm. She has a... Uh, Notes on her door, how they're not welcome. And she actually says at one point, she actually says, this is private property, and one of them uh, quips back and says, no, it's not, not for bail enforcement or something like that. Just Yes, yeah, not, not for federal bail enforcement or something right. like that. Right, and he exactly. says he doesn't need a warrant because federal law says da-da-da-da-da-da-da, and really it's just a, a, a group of strange right. men tossing a woman's home, and uh, it's just absolutely outrageous. And, and how often does this happen across the country? I imagine it's fairly often. You said, um, Adam, this is uh, – um, obviously Adam can't answer that question. Um, uh, now, you said that this was a warrant that they had for these guys, but it was a bench warrant, and that's not a warrant to search a – Prop, search property, right? That's just a that's an sure, arrest that's order. What they said. And, and actually, after doing some some uh, more investigation into the story and actually talking with Star and Alan, the uh, the woman who was in the video and the person that they were looking for, um, the warrant doesn't even exist. There is no warrant for this person. Um, they're merely trying to harass him because if you look on this woman's uh, um, YouTube channel that you can find on coplock.org, um, she. Her friend Joe was beaten by police. These people are are what they call free free men, and they they're sovereign people living on the land. And so when they have police run-ins, they don't do they do a lot of the civil disobedience that the folks in Keene are doing, where they don't um, give information. They don't even have they don't have social security cards or, or, or IDs, and uh, they won't go through the booking process. So these officers beat this guy pretty bad, and now he's um, looking at to sue them personally, so they're they're actually threatening, threatening him. So they were actually looking for him, saying there was a warrant. They're just actually looking for him, mm. um, which is even more wrong, and which is why I think the Sheriff's Department, who spends all day Thursday with uh, cop block reporters calling in, and I'm sure other uh, news outlets, in meetings, they weren't answering phone calls, and they really realized they've bitten off a lot more than they can chew, that they weren't expecting this woman to film and get this kind of uh, response that she has so quickly. Oh, and I see that we actually have Star uh, on the line, which is uh, which is interesting because uh, I I've, I actually saw we're going to bring her on here in a moment. Uh, I actually right. saw her in a video a while back. I think it was her going into the DMV, and maybe she can tell us a little bit more about it. Uh, you don't mind if we bring her on right now, right, Adam? No, yeah. All right, we'll cool. Let's bring let's bring Star on. That's okay. the lady who is in the video that you'll see over at CopBlock.org. Star, you're in California. You're on Free Talk Live. Good evening. Hello. How are you? Hi, Star. Doing great. You're on with Ian Luther and Mark here tonight. Of course, Adam is here from uh, from Cop Block. I was just saying, okay. I, I first saw you, uh, I guess it was probably a couple years ago now, maybe a year or so ago, uh, on your YouTube channel. I don't know where I was, where it was linked to from, but uh, there was video of you going into like the uh, the county bureaucrat's office, the DMV or something like that, and just letting them the, have uh, it. the county recorders. Yeah, you just let them have it. What? What? Can we just rewind back to that? I mean, was that kind of the beginning uh, phase of all this? Where Where did that play into the cops, you know, coming eventually to your home here this past week and and busting in? Oh well, you know, I, I have a feeling that that did play into it. Um, you know, on a long, uh, you know, over a period of time here, uh, different 
different actions that I've taken uh, in that um, fashion that uh, they uh, they don't want to acknowledge that uh, that they have to follow uh, the oath that they uh, you know that they allege to be right. They swore under. oaths. They swore oaths allegedly. Uh, but you're right. They they certainly and we've seen evidence of this up here in New Hampshire, where we're uh, producing this show from, and all around the country. Uh, they really don't care about the oath they swore, and they, they don't care about the constitutions, which are their sets of rules that they've agreed to. We didn't agree to them. Uh, and right. you, you mentioned that you're a sovereign. I love that uh, concept. I changed my name to Freeman for that exact uh, reason, because I think it's uh-huh. important to declare personal sovereignty, to essentially uh, declare your independence from this coercive state that we have all around us, federal, state, and local. They're all a bunch of criminals uh, that are acting yeah, with a, you know, the color of legitimacy. So, so I put them all on notice of that, including Sheriff Donnie Youngblood in uh, Kern County, uh, you know, and all of the agencies uh, affiliated, all the way up to, uh, the, you know, Obama and Hillary and uh, the Immigration Services, the Secret Service, Homeland Security. I want to come back um, and talk more about this. If you can hang on, the both of you will uh, will come back at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. We've got Star on with us. She's a lady who has decided that she's her own individual. She's not owned by the state, and she's ready to act like it. And, of course, the state has come in and decided to... Uh, to try to teach her a lesson. We'll see if she'll uh, she'll learn it in a moment. More with Star and Adam at Free Talk Live. Notorious space pirate Phoebus Crumb had retired to a frontier world, only to see it destroyed by raiders. Now, Crumb has given a new ship, a new crew, and a dangerous new mission. Infiltrate deep within enemy territory and destroy a deadly dreadnought that threatens the balance of galactic power. Follow the illustrated adventures of L. Neal Smith's Phoebus Crumb online now at BigHeadPress.com slash PK. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up whatever you want by dialing in toll-free at 800-259-9231. The SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231. You can join us online at freetalklive.com. We've got our Free Talk Live news updates. You can get them delivered in the way that works best for you. You can get emailed updates. You can follow the Twitter profile, the Free Talk Live Facebook fan page. You can do one, two, or all three if you want. Just go to news.freetalklive.com. See the options. That's news. FreeTalkLive.com and Free Talk Live is brought to you by the Free State Project. Your best chance at achieving liberty in your lifetime is to get together with other like-minded, liberty-oriented individuals all in the same geographic area. We're starting to see what kind of uh, amazing things can come out of that synergy uh, that getting liberty-minded people together can create. And it has just begun up here in New Hampshire. FreeStateProject.org. Hundreds of people have already made the move. Over 10,000 now have pledged to make the move to New Hampshire as part of the Free State Project. And if you are just about sick and tired, if you are fed up with all of the government tyranny uh, from both the left and the right, because they're really two sides of the same coin, if you're sick and tired of it and you're willing to actually do something about it, you really should go, you owe it to yourself, to go to freestateproject.org and learn more and get signed up. Come on up here and join the fun, because it is a lot of fun doing activism when you actually have activists who you can do it with. Because where I come from, uh, there were some people down there, but it was like pulling teeth to try to get anything to happen. Up here, there's a lot to choose from already. It's like night and day. I mean, down there, I knew 
two other libertarians. Yeah, up here uh, you can go to regular social occasions and meet up with a whole bunch of great folks. So anyway, we're back with uh, Adam Miller from copblock.org. Uh, Adam, welcome back to the program. Are you there, sir? I am here. Thank right. You. Now, just we're going to bring back Star in a moment, but just to recap for our listeners uh, what has been happening. And Adam, you are a Free State Project participant, are you not? I am, and I'm hoping to be up there, uh, you know, prior to or just after Porkfest. Excellent. Well, we would love to have cl- uh, copblock.org originating from... Uh, the uh, the soon-to-be free state of New Hampshire. Uh, New Hampshire is really becoming, because of all the great activists coming here, it's really becoming a media mecca, uh, with a liberty media mecca, with television, radio, blogs. Uh, we've got uh, even our own newsprint, so even the old dinosaur media, we're making our own uh, of those things, too. So it's, it'll be great to have you here. Uh, Coplock.org right now is following a story out of California involving a lady named Star who had the police bust in sheriffs from Kern County, bust into her home uh, the other day. And Star is with us here. Star, you're back on from uh, from Kern County, California. Are you there? Yes, I'm here. Okay, so we saw some of the video here, and our listeners can go to copblock.org to see the full uh, full video. Luther was just watching some of it uh, during the break. I mean, Luther, your first impressions on what you saw happen? Oh uh, well, I'm about halfway through the video now. Um, uh, it's pretty outrageous. It's one of the most outrageous uh, videos I've ever seen of cops coming into somebody's house in this manner. Uh, yeah. You know, claiming they have a warrant, and then he's like, oh, I don't need a warrant. And right, then, federal law allows me to do whatever the hell I want to. Right, right. It, I'm a little man with a big attitude. It <laughs> doesn't count as proper property now, you know. And they do have attitudes. They really do. How did they get in, Star? Because you were at your front door talking to one of the uh, the bureaucrats, and th- then they come from behind you in your home. Did you ever figure out how they ended up getting in? Well, yeah, I mean, you can see in the video, and if you look at the new, uh, the one that I uploaded last night of my security camera on the door, on the front door, uh, you can see that there's only one of the five agents at the front door. Uh, the other four are already in my house. They jimmied my back door. And wow. they, uh, and you can also see in the video, one of them is, is uh, you know, partway through a window. So now, and, that, um, so now that you have the video and to prove it, uh, obviously the uh, police department will be firing these guys and putting them <laughs> up on charges of uh, trespassing and yeah, right. breaking and entering, right? Uh, yeah, I'm sure they will immediately uh, <laughs> because I have served Donnie Youngblood, the sheriff, uh, since uh, uh, 2008 when I first um, served him with my notice of uh, political status or non-political status, if you want to put it that way. Uh, that um, they have no jurisdiction at all over me. I have no contracts, no ties with any governmental agencies, entities whatsoever in any way, shape, or form. Um, do you pay rent? Or are you are all a, foreign to me. Star, are you? do you pay rent or are you a homeowner? I own my home. My grandfather built it. So are you paying property tax? No. How does that work? Because I... Uh, I I, I hate that I pay these government bureaucrats property tax, and I've always wanted to stop. And I, one day I'm going to be so fed up with their tyranny that I actually will. I just, you know, well, I would I like to find. Hmm? So, I so mean, can... I just didn't pay them. So uh, how long has know, it been? I'm in the middle of a of this more uh, bank fraud uh, dispute. How long over. has how long has it been since you uh, have stopped paying property tax? Uh, I think about two years. Two years, okay. Because up here in New Hampshire, they will uh, begin to take your home after three years of uh, of being in, uh, you know, back payments on on property taxes. Do you know how long it takes in California for them to go after you? 
now I have no idea, but that that goes back to my notices of status in in all of that paperwork, which is quite lengthy. Um, I, I've uh, I've made my claim to my property as being free and clear and allodial. I'm not going and getting land patents and and all that other stuff uh, because I didn't create those patents. I didn't create that. It's it's just an established fact that um, and a truth that my family has been there first in uh, time is first in line. Everybody knows that's my home. Uh, you know, I, I've been there all my life. Uh, my family built it. There was nothing there before that. Hmm. So it's multi-generational. Um, no one else Your has made any claim to it. Right. So, uh, you know, I've, I've voided all contracts with the government ab initio. You know, and that means from the beginning, if people don't understand that, that means the contract never existed in the first place. Well, I mean, there's there, and there's common law that says the cops can't come in your house, but they did. And the government may, may very well choose to steal your property. We're just uh, try, trying to ascertain what what went on here. Yeah, it's just interesting because I, I think prove, I think they're going to have to prove what where they got the uh, claim to. Uh, force me to pay taxes. Odds are good what they're... I, and I, I hope they do. I hope they actually do answer that question because I've got a similar case up here right now. It's not property tax related, but I am going to be demanding on a parking ticket that they show me the obligation, uh, show me the proof of obligation that I ag- agreed to obey their ordinances because it's my understanding, Star, and there's... I, I not, I'm not somebody who has filed a bunch of paperwork because I just don't think it's... For me, it doesn't seem... I, I don't think they care. Uh, they're just... They, they're going to do what they're going to do. They're going to aggress and they're likely going to get away with it until we can get enough people to, I think, together to stand together and say, this is it. We're not going to uh, participate in this anymore because they, they, you know, the definition of a, of a state, if you look it, up, look it up in a legal dictionary, it involves essentially uh, people coming together on a, a voluntary basis to form a society, uh, which is, again, a group of people coming together for a common purpose. And in this case, it's supposedly for protection. Uh, of course, we know that the state has admitted time and time again that they have no obligation to protect. But nonetheless, that's what a, that's what a state is. And so my position, and I think it's it sounds similar to yours, is that, well, I never consented to this. I'm not a part of your society, and now I'm making it very clear that I'm not a part of your society. I don't think that's going to stop them from aggressing against me. It clearly hasn't stopped them from aggressing against you. Uh, But nonetheless, I still want to find out more about your case. So if you don't mind, hang on. We'll bring you back. Adam's been sitting quietly as we've gone through all this. And I definitely still want to uh, hear from him on this uh, because he's over at copblock.org following the case. He actually has gotten involved, made some phone calls to the police out in California. We'll talk about those conversations coming up. And you can call into it. This Your Family Today tip is brought to you by Boost Kid Essentials, the nutritionally complete drink with 25 essential vitamins and minerals and probiotics to help support your child's healthy growth. Visit us at kidessentials.com. Calling certain foods bad or good doesn't go very far in helping kids understand about balanced diets. Discuss the powers of foods. Carrots are good for your eyes. Fish keeps your heart strong. And how they work together to help kids grow, and they'll remember it even better. For more tips like these, visit us at parenthood.com slash yourfamilytoday. This is Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves and dial in toll-free at 800-259-9231. SACL CAI toll-free line, 800-259-9231. You can join us online at freetalklive.com. 
features on the site we give away, including live streams, our webcam, listen lines, various different ways for you to listen into the program. Go to listen.freetalklive.com. That is listen.freetalklive.com. Why would you want anything other than the best when it comes to personal protection? That's why we have uh, teamed up with Tiger Light at tiger.freetalklive.com. You can go over there and check it out. It is the just the, the greatest little flashlight with an integrated pepper spray, and it has the stopping power of a handgun at close range. Tiger Light, tiger.freetalklive.com. All right, so we go back here to uh, our guests. Uh, we've got Adam from copblock.org. Adam Miller is with us, uh, and also... Uh, we also have Star from California, and we've been watching uh, your video. Luther here in the studio has been watching your video during the break, Star, of these government bureaucrats, uh, sheriff's department people, and some guy calling himself a bail enforcer. It, they're breaking. They break into your home. They're looking for uh, apparently a friend of yours who is is clearly not there. Uh, they rummage through your entire home as you are videoing the uh, the whole thing. And you point out that you've sent the sent them, uh, you know, paperwork essentially stating that you're a sovereign individual and that you don't have any agreements with them. Mark was a, was asking during the break a question that I think is worthy of asking here, and that is, um, and I, maybe if Mark, do you want to ask it because I don't know if I'll phrase it right. So, start. You you, uh, you said you're a sovereign sovereign woman on the land, and that you had uh, filed, you know, some sort of papers with the uh, with the government bureaucrats uh, at their, um, you know, inside their lair, and um, that. You were no longer paying your property taxes, and that they had to prove something or other in order to, you know, that that, that they that you, they would have to take you to court and take you off the land. They would have to prove something, and they couldn't prove it, and so therefore you just essentially didn't have to pay pay property taxes. Is that right? Well, yeah. Essentially, I you know put them on notice of of every kind of uh, uh, authority or jurisdiction that they could possibly presume or assume over me. That they don't have any, in any way, shape, or form. That all of, that every, you know, all of my property, uh, land, or my body, or uh, my car, or any other property, uh, intellectual um, property. Right, because the government claims they claim, and no one has any authority to use it or depict it in any way without my express written permission. If you and Right, if you actually look at uh, some of the government's own founding documents, they reference how uh, they're founded by consent. And, of course, the idea is to withdraw your consent, but it, then you, when you do that, you find out that they just don't really care about your consent at all. It's all just an illusion and a cover for violence. So I guess the question that you were asking, Mark, was uh, do you feel like it's actually going to do anything, that the paperwork has made any sort of difference, uh, that, uh, that it is going to in any way uh, inhibit them from aggressing against you. Right. It doesn't seem that way. Do you believe these violent people? Well, it doesn't seem that way, but but this is this is how they try to intimidate you and, uh, you know, to get you to submit back to their jurisdiction, just like that one uh, agent uh, saying, uh, I, I'm telling him, I'm not under federal jurisdiction. He says, yes, you are. I said, no, I'm not. I mean, uh, and, and these people have been served with these. I haven't filed anything. Um, I attempted to file some things or record them, um, but uh, but the recorders uh, used to record them. That's uh, that's my other videos where you can see me serving uh, the uh, the. Yeah, you go into recorders. the county recorder's office and they call in like six cops to uh, to come deal with you. It's an amazing uh, it's an amazing right. video. And I'm the one who requested the the sheriff. Regardless See, I of what, can't make, I, I'm not going to make a complaint with the sheriff until they verify their oaths to me. 
regardless they are of uh, sheriffs. Right, regardless of whether or not people believe that uh, the particular approach you're taking is going to be effective, I have to commend you for taking it. Uh, some people, I think, will be very critical of your, well, you know, she's not doing this right and this right, because whenever you, you try to do right, something... Right, sure, there's always some incantation, and, right. and somebody says abracadabra when you're saying uh, abracapocus, and, you know, like, there's always something right, in when, it that somebody's got some other way that you're supposed to do it. I, I've done this before, you know, I've, I've gone in and I uh, to a courtroom and told them I don't consent and all this stuff, and they but still... But as far think, as I'm concerned... Those people just think that you're saying I'm a dancing peacock. You know, here, see, here's my handle, here's my yeah. spouse. They don't you care. Know, to them, they, it doesn't matter at all because right. they're a violent individuals that have the 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 veil of legitimacy that they that that's all they care about, and they don't care whether you consider yourself to be a sovereign individual on the land or whatever. They'll take your property because they can. But I have to commend you for having yes. the courage to stand sure, up sure. against these thugs. Uh, if only we had more people in this country and around the world like you, uh, Star who actually had the courage to stand up and say, I am a free person, I'm free in my mind, you thugs rummaging through my home, uh, I'm going to point this camera at you and show the world who you people really are. Good on you. Yeah. Well, you know, I think it all boils down to we need to relearn. There's a, this is a concept that, that I have, diction uh, versus definition of words. There's such a big difference. And people think that when they look in a dictionary that they are reading the definition of a word, and they're not. They're reading a dictation of, of how uh, that word is used in, in a context, but not the actual definition of the word. And so then once it becomes a diction, it becomes a term of art. And so it's no longer a word, just like uh, the word person. Well, are, are you talking? I'm a little confused by that, Star. Corporation, but we all believe that we're a person, except for me. I, Star, I don't. I, I'm, a little not conf- all of us, I'm a little confused by that. It seems to me that what you're talking about is the, def- the definitions in a legal sense versus what you would typically find in an English dictionary. I mean, the definition of person from a regular dictionary is clear that it's, you know, you and me, human beings, that kind of thing. But when you look at a legal dictionary, that's when you start to st- see things like corporations and stuff like that. And, and so in many cases, when the government is using words, they're not necessarily using the words you think they're using. They're using words with a, a special legalese definition to them. I, I wish you the best of luck out there. I hope that uh, you'll keep us up to date with your case, and certainly we'll follow it through uh, the folks over at copblock.org. Uh, anything else you want to share tonight, Star, with our audience? Well, I, I just think it's most important for people to really define these words and understand the difference between a word and a term, a uh, term of art. And uh, star- because they've taken all these words that we... I think means something, a name, uh, even, and I'm not just talking about legal dictionaries. I'm talking about uh, almost any dictionary, because they've all been mandated by uh, the controllers uh, what these uh, dictations are of the meanings. So that, I think, is the most important thing, is to learn these very simple words again and and begin to use them in our everyday life <laughs> and and stop using their terms of art, and it's not as easy for them to trap us. Star, thanks so much for the call tonight. I appreciate hearing from you, and uh, good luck out there, because I know it's not easy, especially out in California, to deal with this kind of stuff, especially I don't know how much support she has 
um, but I know that it probably is nowhere near the amount that, uh, that that she could have if she were in a place like New Hampshire, where we've got hundreds of uh, of liberty-minded people, many of whom are very uh, amicable towards the idea of personal secession. In fact, up here, uh, and Adam, are you still with us? I am here. All right, Don't cool. Because I want to, I, def- I definitely want to talk about how Cop Block has uh, has gotten involved in this situation. Uh, but but up here we're we're forming the Shire Society at uh, shiresociety.com where uh, we are effect- effectively going to form our own uh, voluntary society that is uh, you know exists alongside if you will the coercive one that uh, that currently exists and that is obviously the most popular one but I like the idea of well okay if their society is legitimate because a bunch of guys got together and you know uh, signed a document called the Declaration of Independence and the Constitution then we can just ape that we can do the exact same thing and then we'll have our own society and people can withdraw from the government society and join the Shire Society again well, it's not a, going to that, stop them from aggressing against that, you yeah but, that, that's a different sort of government essentially and and you know what governments do with other governments they don't like, right? I really don't care. Uh, so Adam, is, Adam okay. is with us. Uh, you know, if I was worried about what they might do, Mark, I wouldn't be here doing what I'm doing. Hey, writing down the pieces of paper is. Uh, I'm just saying. You know, that's what governments do with other organizations called governments that they don't like. Whatever. Okay, 800-259-9231. I understand that there's risk involved here, Mark, that uh, these are aggressive people who don't like their power structure being threatened, but uh, But I don't live to... uh, No, I'm not going to create a government that's coercive. It's a a voluntary society, Mark. We can talk more about it if you want. It's Free Talk Live. You can bring up anything more with Adam Miller in moments. This program is brought to you by Freekeen.com. Freekeen.com features audio, video, and blogs chronicling the transition to a voluntary society. Freekeen.com also has comments and discussion forums so you can be heard. Freekeen.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves. You can dial in toll-free, 800-259-9231. Tonight, it's Ian with you. And Luther. And Mark. Join us online, freetalklive.com, all the features we give away. So enjoy those. Even if you like the show, you can help support us by shopping with us at amazon.freetalklive.com. Enter Amazon through that link, and Free Talk Live gets a percentage of your purchase. So start your shopping at amazon.freetalklive.com. We got back to Adam Miller. He's with us from copblock.org. And Adam's been listening and uh, being very patient as we talked with Star, uh, who is the lady whose video footage you've posted over at copblock.org. Uh, she has uh, basically declared herself a sovereign individual, and uh, the government bureaucrats prove they don't give a damn uh, by coming into, your, uh, into her home, breaking in, jimmying her back door, uh, and just coming right in and, and searching it, looking for some guy allegedly on uh, – they claim they were bail enforcement – but you say you talked to the guy they were looking for and that uh, there's nothing active in the court system for him? Yeah, they say they're looking for Andrew Allen, and the person I talked to was Allen, and he doesn't have a bench warrant. They actually, after they raided and uh, ransacked uh, Star's home, they found him at his father's place where they interrogated him, roughed him up, and to his claim held a gun uh, to his head and told him, because, again, this isn't over about a bench warrant. This is about finding Joe the person who was uh, uh, beaten by the, these same police officers, uh, men with badges, and uh, is, is like now like serving them with these similar notice and saying that he's going to hold these officers personally accountable, not suing them like uh, us with MHD is through, through their own system. He wants to go after them personally. And so now it's, it's caused a lot of violence. And even though the cops weren't physically violent to star in that video, they were to 
Alan and in Star, who did bring this up, um, her dog was like shaking and it's like was wouldn't go outside and had its tail between its legs for a long time. Which I suspect they tased the dog when they went around back out back, so they didn't like violate any person, but they tased the dog for no reason. Yeah, she did. Who, she didn't. Right, she notes in uh, one of her videos that the dog is not barking, which she, apparently was unusual for her dog. So uh, did she prove that the, the dog was tased, or is that a presumption? That's what she's, that's what she's presuming as its demeanor and from whatever actions afterwards. Uh, right, I mean, when you've got a dog, you know your dog, you know what they behave, you know how they behave, sure. you know what they do, you know when they bark and they don't. And uh, this dog was not barking when it should have when these men were in the backyard with it. And we know what cops do when it comes to dogs. And I don't I don't know if you've covered that yet on copblock.org. Again, copblock is a fairly new website. Have you covered any of the dogs uh, being killed by or attacked by police stories? Um, we, we haven't. Uh, there's so, you know, for, there's one thing there isn't of is a lack of content for a police brutality site, yeah. which is, is unfortunate. But, um, no, there's, there's several things that are still on the queue and things like, uh, um, you know, this incident come up and it's timely. So, I mean, we'll definitely get to some of those and I, uh, definitely some of the civil disobedience things that go on in Keene with the protests and stuff. You too. know, for whatever reason, uh, when, when the cops kill a dog, it's just, it pulls on more heartstrings than when they, uh, when they shoot a human being. I don't know why, but that just seems uh, like... Dog's man's best friend. Uh, people love dogs and they just, yeah. they always think that, they always think that the, the human being did something wrong. Like whenever the cops do something to a human being that is just tyrannical and awful, people, many people will just make excuses. Oh, well, you know, they're the police. They were after a bad guy. So it's okay whatever they did to him. It's all right that they put a bullet in his head, or they shot that baby that he was holding, or you know whatever they they uh, they kind of put all, put it all aside when it's human beings. But when it's a dog that gets killed by a cop, then uh, oh, there's no question. I mean, the dog, especially if there's video footage of it. There was this one story from I think it was Tennessee a few years ago where a family was pulled over on the side of the road. The cops wanted to search the car. They opened the door to the car. Even though the family begged them not to, the dog runs out, and it's just a happy little uh, golden retriever or something like that. It's wagging its tail and running about and wags, uh, uh, wags its tail and runs up to one of the cops who puts a shotgun to its head and blasts it away. I mean, it was just absolutely sick. And, of course, I don't think anything right. happened to the cops in that case. No, same with the D agents in California when they were raiding a... Uh, uh by state laws, um, legal um, marijuana uh, distribution, whatever the center, whatever they're calling them out there, the dispensaries, mm-hmm. and uh, the dog, which was a mixed breed, but had like a pit bull head. So they shot the dog, nicest oh. dog in the world. They have videos of it, um, and yeah, they shoot it three times. I mean, probably pretty much just so they wanted to probably shoot something. There's that, uh, and some people would speculate. Adam, some people would speculate that not only do they trigger happy and they're sick and, uh, you know, adrenaline uh, twisted, adrenaline junkie sadists, but also that uh, if they shoot a dog or they threaten to shoot a dog or the family cat or something like that, that that will get someone to lash out at them and give them the excuse to beat you or possibly kill you. So it may be a really devious tactic on the part of the most sadistic of cops uh, to try to gin up some sort of a fight between the homeowner uh, and the cops, whereas normally the homeowner would be very obedient. You threaten the dog, uh, all of a sudden they might decide to lash out in, 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 a, in an attempt to protect their animal. But let's get back to Star's case where they busted into her home and she got video footage of it. It's all up there at copblock.org. What, how has Coplock gotten involved? Because unlike most police brutality websites, you don't just report on the brutality. Yeah, that's correct. Um, I, I mean, I love what some of the other things out there, like um, Injustice News and uh, the Cop Watchers organizations do, but um, where I think Coplock differs, or where I would like it to differ, is not only to have several uh, um, different viewpoints come in, which is why we have contributors like Win Liberty, 
who chooses to like work within the system. And in the Kern County Sheriff's situation, he's actually filed a complaint, and he's going to get like their policy and all these things in writing, a very long, tedious process that me personally doesn't care to contribute to, but he does, and, and then we'll be able to highlight that for people. Um, another thing that we'd like to take to the next level, uh, besides being diverse and showing several methods and tactics, is actually calling me, showing how, how, how huge and like, unbelievable the double standard is within police stations. I mean, when I called this current shouting sheriff, uh, Officer Barnes, he didn't want to tell me a single thing. I mean, not even something as simple as, like, the standard officers are on paid leave. I mean, which is still wrong and just ridiculous, but he wouldn't even give you that. And he, he's already backing his men and telling you how, the, well, we'll start an investigation, cops investigating cops, and uh, so that's what we like to do a cop life. We like to take it to the next level. We're, we encourage people like um, myself who just wanted to call. I didn't want to file a formal complaint, but I wanted to let him know that I don't appreciate this, and people shouldn't be acting this way, and that if that were me and some of my friends that were banging on Star's door or climbing through her window, with what, who knows what our intentions even were. You knew what these guys' intentions were. They were screaming what their intentions were to search her home. Um, but if they were me, I would have been uh, handcuffed, booked, pictures taken, strip searched, thrown in a cage um, before lunch, you know, and uh, to, to, to the fact that these officers get this padded, uh, line of protection of their own um, is just yep. ridiculous. So we really have to get a step further and highlight that process, show people, and encourage people to get involved to some level. We have a list of ideas on CopLock that people can get active and really kind of make CopLock uh, the content that they'd like to see. And if you want to read that, you can go to coplock.org backslash be active. I love it. I think it's a great website. It's one that yeah. I, I quickly added to my blog aggregator, and the content just keeps coming up. And how many contributors do you have on the site now? Besides yourself. Well, three. I was, I was going to say that you were, you were uh, saying it would be great to get Coplock and Keen. We actually had a guy that came on. Uh, his first post will be next Monday, and he's going by the handle Dr. Q, but he uh, attends, uh, uh, what is the college there? Uh, Keen State. State. Keen State, yeah. So he goes there, and he's already uh, contributing to our um, fan page well. I was putting up several links. and hmm. So we do have a Coplock person on the ground right there in Keen to oh, uh, cover things until we can get there. Fantastic. So. All right, so I'm uh, looking for more, so people can, uh, you know, whatever your level is, as long as it's pro cop, cop accountability. I mean, this isn't uh, my website. I want it to be a source for and a tool for people to use. To, uh, I mean, a lot of times when you call cops, you give them their name, they start harassing you like Star and, and, and these people are going through. Feel free to use Cop Block. Um, I mean, even you guys, when I was doing some other things with just some local police, allowed me to do the uh, free, say I was a free talk live uh, reporter, mm-hmm. and uh, those things kind of work. You get to. You know, you get a little more respect, or you don't have to give up your own personal information. We have a phone number for CopLock. That's just a voicemail. Uh, if you if people want to use that and then just shoot me an email to let me know that they did, and I should be expecting this message so I know what's up. I mean, it's just a way to try to get people active to whatever level they like, to highlight their tactics, and uh, people can pick and choose from what works and doesn't. Great. I, I definitely noticed the uh, the idea of, the, of encouraging people to call the police and voice their displeasure with the aggression that uh, that they're seeing is it's definitely a tactic that has had, I think, some effect up here uh, in New Hampshire. Whenever somebody gets busted uh, for whatever, uh, one of the activists up here, the word goes out. Uh, we send it out via a local voicemail service called Porcupine 411. Uh, the word goes out, and people usually will supply the phone number for the local police department. And people call in, and they call in, and, and sometimes it gets to the point where the the people answering the phone at the police department are so frustrated by having to deal with all the phone calls, they'll say, please have your friends stop calling. I mean, well, why don't you stop arresting our friends? You know, stop stop hurting peaceful people and we'll leave you alone. 
Sure, maybe yeah, maybe that's just enough to get them to push them over the edge for their to make them realize what their job really is. So be it. I know um, Pete Eric, uh, another one that was on the Motorhome Diaries with me, uh, we called about Sovereign Curtis, and uh, I videotaped that for him. And the guy just kept hanging up on him, the guy in booking, because yep. he was just so irritated of the, the numerous amounts of phone calls. And you so make videos of that, by the way. People can see video yeah. footage of you making uh, speakerphone calls, basically, so you can hear both sides of the conversation uh, between you, uh, Adam, and, uh, and Pete, in some cases, and these cops and their spokes bureaucrats and everything. And it's it's, it's interesting to see how rude they are and, uh, and how they handle a concerned member of the public. Thanks for the call tonight, man. We appreciate you spending your time with us. Copblock.org. Good night, man. Good night. Have you been thinking about starting a website? I'm going to tell you about a great offer from HostGator. HostGator is a worldwide leader for web hosting, and they make it easy to get your own .com domain name. You create your very own website with their free site builder tools and templates. Use the coupon code FTL, that's FTL is in Free Talk Live, and sign up at HostGator.com to receive your first month completely free. Whether you want a personal blog or a complete e-commerce business website, let the experts at HostGator.com host you. Live. We are kicking off the second hour of the program. You can take control of the airwaves, dial in toll-free at 800-259-9231 tonight. Uh, you can join us on our website as well at freetalklive.com and enjoy the features there, including our Shrine of Female listeners, the dozens of ladies who've taken the time to send us their validated photo or video showing they are indeed listeners of the program. Shrine.freetalklive.com is the place to go for that. That's shrine.freetalklive.com. Dot com. It is Ian here with you, and Luther and Luther and Mark and Mark. Uh, so eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. We go to your phone calls about what you want coming up. Extremists have sent letters to governors. Extremists sending letters. We'll find out exactly what they had to say here in a little bit. Uh, but first, your calls. Kurt is in Michigan on the amp lines. Hello, Kurt. Good evening, gentlemen. How are you tonight? What's what's on your mind tonight, Kurt? Well, you know, I since since uh, coming to the liberty realization, I read the newspaper and watch TV shows much more differently. Yes, than I used to. It it ruined it, didn't it? It totally ruined twenty four for me because I realized what a what a brutish thug Jack is and what a criminal he is, and he should be putting himself in jail. Yep. Mm. As as suspenseful as that show is, mm. but anyway, agreed. Um, I came across something in my in my local newspaper, the Detroit Free Press. It was just a little blurb down the side of the page, and you know, I was thinking to myself, I mean, you can't not be of a liberty mindset and still miss this. You know, it's just amazing. The the little headline they had there was police to ticket their way out of budget woes. This <laughs> <laughs> oh, is only like three lines long, so. I'd like to warn anybody in the Metro Detroit area to stay out of Ferndale and to call the businesses in Ferndale and let them know why you're staying out of Ferndale. Because it says that Ferndale Police Chief Michael Kitchen unveiled a budget strategy this week to increase police revenues and avoid the deep staff cuts to the official proposed for the 2010-11 year. We'll write lots more tickets, quote, Kitchen Mm -hmm. said Tuesday as part of a plan to revive a truck patrol unit, increase traffic enforcement, and use some drug forfeiture funds. Yeah, the hell with uh, actually cutting back on the size of the state. We'll just uh, just jack more money from people. 
but they're not even hiding it anymore. They're not even having a right. pretense of hiding it. Right. This is the first you know, time I, I've heard them come out like this and just say plainly, you know, hey, we're just going to take more money from you so that we can have wow. more more toys. Now, I, I mentioned this to one of my coworkers, and she was kind of in favor of it. And and what she said is, you can't swing a cat down in in Ferndale without hitting somebody who's running a, a you know speeding or running a yellow light. And I, I I've had to bite my tongue to not let her know that she would probably be ticketed for swinging that cat. You know, <laughs> um, it, they're going to find out over time um, that, you know, it stinks. It stinks to have cops uh, doing this, and this is how they... How uh, long does it take? I mean, we're talking about Detroit. I mean, it's one of the most uh, just dismal places as far as economically, and it's because of the size of the state uh, and the intrusiveness of the state there. I mean, it's it's a state out of control, and, and sure enough, uh, people are getting the hell out. The houses are selling for a dollar. I mean, it's just awful. Not in Ferndale. Yeah, not for, well, Ferndale actually borders Detroit, and, and it actually has some pretty decent property values for, for what it is, for the size. Oh, so then the Ferndale police are then certain that they'll be able to actually extract money from people. So if there's uh, if there's middle-class people there, they're more likely to get paid then, basically. They're going to target Absolutely. The, those folks. But Detroit, Detroit is very strange, you know, different from other metropolitan areas. The further away you get from downtown, the more property comes worth as opposed to, you know, most areas where the closer you get to downtown, the more property is worth. That does sort of happen. Just depends. It depends yeah. on what's downtown, I, uh, I suppose. I mean, there yeah. was where we come from, Mark and I, uh, in Sarasota, there's a state road or a U.S. road that divides the, uh, the west side of the kind of the ocean area where there's multi-million dollar mansions. And then you cross the other side and you're in, you know, crap town, basically, with... Uh, just absolute junk uh, places to live. So we, we have that here between Detroit and Gross Point. It's, I call it the largest social wall in the world. And you go one block from three thousand dollar houses to three million dollar mansions, literally in, in one block. Yep, I believe it. So, what else did you want to share tonight, Kurt? Well, you know, I'm, I'm always calling up and pimping the M program, uh, and uh, I, as much as I do want to, you know, let people know that hey, to get this word out, we we need to get more money into the AMP program, but I also want to talk about the CD Evolution program. I've been giving to them on a, on a monthly basis as well for, oh, the, for thank the last you. year. Thank you for that. Oh, yeah. No no problem. Every time I send out a check to you or a money order to you guys, I send out a money order to, to, to them as well. That's and the CD Evolution Fund for our listeners that don't know. It is a fund that has been set up to support people who are doing civil disobedience Specifically here in New Hampshire, because we just need to keep it focused. There just aren't a lot of, you know, we don't have a whole lot of contributors at this point in time. Uh, so we're focusing on New Hampshire. That's where the the activism is. That's where the noteworthy uh, amounts of civil disobedience and such are going on. And the the fund is based out of there. And so that's why we're focusing on it. But if you've he- heard about the c- civil disobedience on this program and you like what you hear and you want to help these folks out, but you aren't in the area uh, to where you can show up to a court trial or something like that, the CD Evolution Fund is a great way for people around the world, anybody with access to a PayPal account, basically, at this point, uh, can uh, can help us out. Or as you say, you're, you're even cutting checks. Uh, so that's great, too. And we recently spent $3,000 to get uh, Sovereign Curtis out of jail when he was arrested uh, for for marijuana possession. And there are continued, uh, continued costs that will be involved with uh, helping him in court and things like that. So right now there's actually a chip in up on the the front page at cdevolution.org that people can go and uh, and throw into if they want to help out. The tagline I'd like to add is because I don't have the balls to sit in jail. I'll fund those who do. 
hey, there's a role for everybody. Not everybody can sit in jail, whether you have balls or not. Uh, right. Right. Like, I, I could not spend a couple days in jail. You know, I would get fired. I would lose my job. I would lose my apartment. I would lose my car. I would lose everything. But that's what the CD Evolution Fund is for. You know, I would hope that we get it built up enough that for those who do have the guts to sit in jail, that their rent does get paid, yes, that their right. car note does get paid, and their cat does get fed. And that's, that's why I give, because I want, you know, people not to have to have, you know, to, to spend their retirement fund sitting in jail for a principal that's going to that's gonna enrich all of our lives. Yeah. I'm willing to, to, you know, kick in. You know, twenty-five bucks a month for that—that's yeah. worth it to me. Coming, coming back to what Ian was saying about how you know there's a role for everybody, you know, and it's really starting to. Uh, everybody's, you know, having no problem really finding their niche once they get up here. It seems, you know, falling into uh, a role that they're comfortable with, uh, just you know, doing their own little part, and everybody's doing a different little part. Everybody has their own view of how they want the Free State Project to be, and hopefully, they're going to work towards uh, what they want, and it will uh, just be good. Kurt, thanks for the call tonight, man. Appreciate hearing Thank from you. you. And uh, will we see you at Porkfest? Oh, absolutely. I'm even bringing my PA up there to to uh, run sound for the bands. All right, cool. Oh, we'll that's see. you. Okay. Right on. <laughs> see you there, man. Yes, All right. By the way, Porkfest.com, you can learn more. P-O-R-C-F-E-S-T, Porkfest.com. I uh, presume they put the dates up there. They were announced last year, so it's, uh, it's not too early. You can go and get yourself a campsite. Uh, come on up, I believe, on the Facebook profile for uh, the Facebook fan page for Porkfest of 2010. There are already over 400 people that have said they will be attending. Uh, so Porkfest is such awesomeness. I mean, yeah. It, yeah. when New Hampshire's weather is really at its finest in uh, June. They could have had it this weekend. It's amazing well, right now. Yeah, it's great. Except for last Porkfest, you know. Weather definitely wasn't at its finest. No, I can't really. Oh, there was some. There was some rain, right? Some. There was a, a downpour for like days. Yeah, well, that's a shame for you guys to sleep in tents. The, um, <laughs> I'm gonna be in I a didn't tent this sleep year. in a tent. <laughs> it was, you know, the the tents are where the action is. Uh, if you if you want to do the partying, um, it's it's really great for that. I have a family, and uh, we yeah. will be in the hotel. <laughs> but and there's a hotel there. Camping there's can be fun for R- families. RV Mark. section there, the camper section there. There's the uh, you know, the the, the for the tents. Yeah, there's whatever cottages. Osborne has his own cottage he's putting right, together. Oh, really? The, there's cool. a motel there, right? Yeah, that's right. There's yeah. a motel. Yeah. <laughs> I imagine those go pretty quick, though. Don't, don't go to Osborne's cottage if you want to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> so that's where all the party is going to be all the time, I'm it's sure. It's a great event where liberty-minded people get together. They uh, they hang out. Officially, it happens over a weekend, but it really starts several days in advance of the official uh, date. And people just, you know, enjoying a camping uh, excursion with one another and talking about freedom and whatever else comes across their minds. There were bands last year, and there will be again. Uh, all kinds of activities. People go out shooting they go hiking up the mountain i mean it's a really it's a great uh, great way to begin building some bonds with people who if you're going to be part of the free state project or considering a, uh, to be a part of the free state project it's something you don't want to miss more coming up here 800-259-9231 take control of the airwaves extremist letters we'll talk about it coming up free talk live Help Free Talk Live via the AMP program for just $3 per month, and you'll get access to exclusive call-in lines, a chat room, and a forum at amp.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves. Dial in toll-free, 1-800-259-9231. That is the SACL CAI toll-free line. It's 800-259-9231, and you can join us on our website, freetalklive.com. We've got a 
webcam with a chat room attached. You can actually chat and watch and listen all at the same time over at cam.freetalklive.com. And it's totally free, unlike those other talk show hosts that want to charge you for accessing what I consider to be some pretty basic features that every talk show should have. And it should be free, darn it, so ours is. So head over to cam.freetalklive.com. And enjoy for free. Tonight, it's Ian with you. And Luther. And Mark. And take the StartPage.com 7-Day Challenge. For seven days, use StartPage.com instead of your Big Brother search engine and experience the difference. You'll get search results aggregated from 12 major search engines. And unlike your old search engine, you'll have complete privacy in your search. Start the 7-Day Challenge today at StartPage.com. So we continue here. We will take your phone calls about whatever's on your mind. You know, I said I wanted to talk a little bit more about the idea of uh, creating an alternative society because you were making fun of me for it, uh, Mark, earlier, uh, kind of insinuating that it was uh, – you were kind of insinuating that it was a little crazy. And I'm not um, saying it's crazy. I'm saying that uh, to some extent it is. It's crazy in the sense that it deviates, uh, you know, pretty firmly from what is the norm. Um, but I don't think that it's crazy in the sense that you are mentally ill. In, um, in in the most extreme ways, um, <laughs> but you know, I I, I do think that it uh, you know it it it, just, it it should be interesting to watch from the outside. I, absolutely, and it's I think it's something that needs to be done because the government people insist that you're part of their society. If you talk to them enough about how you know about you know you talk to them about freedom issues, they'll say, well, you're part of our you're, you're part of our society. That's the way things are. Uh, this is how th- how society is. You know, they just kind of pawn off their violence on. Well, this is our society. This is right. the system. You moved here, right? Right. 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 Either yeah, you moved here or you stayed here. Um, those are the those are the answers. We 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 fought and killed the people that uh, you know had this society before, and um, you know we forced everybody at that point, uh, two hundred and something years ago, into uh, to dealing with it. And the ones that didn't just die from diseases, uh, you know, came along. And and this is how things work now. And if you don't like it, I guess you'll have to get killed too. Exactly. That, of course, is the unspoken thing. They won't say that uh, that part out loud, but we know that violence backs up their their system, even though their society's own documents, their constitution, declaration of independence, that sort of thing. They make it clear that its uh, society is uh, is based in consent, that their state, which is a society, is based in consent. And society, it's not a society if it's not based in consent. Um, and it, it doesn't matter. They don't care about whether or not you consent. But there's still, I think, something to be said for the idea of actually creating your own society that is separate from the government society. And there are other societies out there, the Society of Engineers, the Society of you know, Forestry People. What, there are all kinds of different kind of uh, industrial societies that people can belong to, clubs, basically, uh, for people that are within Society of Friends. There's this, exactly, the Quakers. So there are already other societies. It's just that this one will be a society for people to join as a, a withdrawal, as a statement of withdrawal from the governmental society. That way, if they say, well, it's part of this, it's part of the system, you can say, well, no, it's part of your system. I'm not part of your society. I'm a uh, part of the Shire, the Shire Society. That's what. No, uh, now didn't somebody it. try that? Uh, I think Sam showed me a video of a gentleman in courtroom. Uh, I. Th- I forget if it was up in Canada or what, and uh, he was arguing. He just kept arguing that the judge didn't have jurisdiction. It's actually a really humorous video because, you know, he, he, he'll he sit down, you know, and he'll, you know, just act like very nonchalant about mm-hmm. the whole thing. And obviously the judge is, you know, steaming. 
Um, and I don't know if they, I've seen that one. Well, they tried to press a, a public defender upon him, and whenever the public defender would say something like, "Oh, it, it is our position that blah 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 blah," he would object, you know, right. to his own to his own defense. You know, this gentleman does not represent me. He is not a member of my society. Very yep. funny video. Um, if I can find it, I guess I'll post it. Yeah, please, please it's, do. It uh, sounds similar to something I think I've seen, but there are a number of court videos I've seen where people are just, you know, not letting the judge have what they uh, what they're looking for. So I think the idea is basically to, and I use the term aping, Mark, and uh, the, to ape what they went through to start their club, to start their society, which is now, you know, the United States or the state of New Hampshire, the state of whatever, you know, you fill in the blank wherever you, uh, whatever geographic area you find yourself in. Uh, the idea was not to ape their system in that uh, to create an exact copy of their violent system. The idea was to ape it in the the initiation portion. Like, okay, yours is legitimate because you have this old piece of paper with some signatures on it, and you call it the Constitution. So we'll have our own Constitution. We'll put some signatures on it. In fact, uh, Sam has posted a link to where we can get some hemp paper. So we're actually going to print it up on. I think we're going to print it up on hemp paper, just like, like they did like with the original documents. Yeah, yeah. like they did with the Constitution. So we'll even have our own hemp paper Constitution. So we'll we'll do kind of the same process. I think the idea is to maybe bring it out to Porkfest. We were talking a few moments ago about the Porcupine Freedom Festival. Have it printed up by then. Bring it out there. Let people read it. If they decide they agree with it, they can sign on to it right then and declare their own personal independence. So it's, is everybody's signature going to be on this uh, this thing until well, it's filled up? Well, clearly there's no way to uh, to sign it if you're not at Porkfest. So you still want to allow people that are elsewhere to join the society because this will be a society without borders. It'll be, you know, you can be in the Shire Society even if you aren't in the Shire proper as far as within the uh, geographic region of, of New Hampshire. Uh, so I, I think there will probably be a website. ShireSociety.com points to the Free Keen forum right now. There's a special subforum there. But eventually I'd like to see you know a picture of the, the hemp document up on the site and, and allow people to essentially sign it electronically. I think that would be a, an ideal thing to do. And it's not because I think this is going to stop the state or because the state's, uh, state's agents will give a damn about it. <laughs> it's just about your personal sovereignty. It's about encouraging the idea of people to think of themselves as not part of all that, as as separate from it, as, you know, I don't want to participate in your society anymore. And I, I think it probably means you won't be able to vote uh, in their society anymore. I think that would Why make would the most... That? Uh, I think that would make the most sense. Well, I mean, I, I suppose you can also join their society and be in their society, but if you're voting in their uh, system, then you are playing I suspect they're going to their enforce game. their society on me. Um, to at least yeah. to a level that I'm willing to comply That's with. That's true. Then you would be able to just justify messing with their their system by yeah. voting in it. Good point. So, but nonetheless, the idea is to encourage people to uh, to start thinking that manner and to actually make a declaration of independence, to actually come out publicly and say, I don't want to be a part of this anymore. And then, to whatever level they're they're comfortable, stop complying with the old society. Whether that means just not filling out the census, whether that means not paying income tax, whether that go- means going as far as Star has gone and not paying property tax, whatever level of non-cooperation is most comfortable for you. But at the very least, you don't have to non-cooperate to join the society. At the very least, just declare your own independence and free your mind from the shackles of the idea that you have to be part of the state of fill in the blank. So that's kind of my point there uh, with that. I, I hope that has, has explained it a little better. I, I under, I've understood it from the beginning. 
Okay. Just to make sure you knew that we weren't aping the violent uh, aspects of the, the governmental society, just simply imitating their startup uh, portion. And uh, the Constitution will be very, very brief. It will not be some sort of lengthy document. Uh, obviously, the, the longer it is, the more difficult it will be to get people to agree to something. Uh, plus, the shorter, the better, as far as I'm concerned. Keep it simple. The ideas of liberty are not complicated. And so, uh, so we'll work on that. ShireSociety.com is where you can learn more. Maybe you can help you if you want. You can help us out uh, with it. But it's uh, it's coming around, and, and I hope that we'll see something within the next few months. 800-259-9231. Maybe down the line we'll have Shire Society IDs and things like that. Shire Society, uh, you know, <laughs> drivers' licenses. <laughs> Shire Society license plates. We'll go all the way with it. If yeah. uh, we get enough people together, more coming up. This is Free Talk Live. Bring up anything. You can listen to Free Talk Live on the radio via podcast, the webcam, and our live streams at freetalklive.com. Not enough options? Now you can listen to Free Talk Live from any phone, anywhere. Add this number to your phone, 760-569-7752. It's a long-distance call, so make sure you're familiar with your phone's calling plan. The Free Talk Live listen lines are airing the latest episode of Free Talk Live 24 hours a day, including our live shows. Call 760-569-7752. That's 760-569-7752. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up what you want by dialing in toll-free at 800-259-9231. SACL CAI toll-free line tonight. It's Ian with you. And Luther. And Mark. Join us online at freetalklive.com. The features we give away, and they include our bulletin board system. You can interact with a whole bunch of people. Over 500,000 posts await you. It's free, bbs.freetalklive.com. The point of information, it is virtually unmoderated, so you don't really know what you're going to encounter. Uh, could be serious discussion, could be something a little unusual. bbs.freetalklive.com. Uncovering the secrets and exposing the lies. That's what the readers of freedomsphoenix.com get every day. Readers of freedomsphoenix.com are constantly provided with the detailed real news that lies between the lines of propaganda and the relationship that we have with coercive governments. FreedomsPhoenix.com offers up-to-the-minute updates on the economy, technology, communications, and the rise of the police state. Go now to FreedomsPhoenix.com and sign up for their free daily dispatch. It's FreedomsPhoenix.com. All right, 800-259-9231. Speaking of uh, police, so we've kind of talked about some of the, the insanity of the police state here tonight. I did finally watch uh, the new video from Flex Your Rights, FlexYourRights.org, 10 Rules for Dealing with the Police. We can talk about that here in a little bit. But let's go to Frank in New York. Uh, Frank, you're on Free Talk Live. What's on your Ah, mind? good evening. Whoa. Hey there. Good evening, gentlemen. Yeah, I just wanted to say that I think the notion of creating new societies is utterly ridiculous when we have so many subcultures uh, within our global society, our national societies. We have so many fraternal organizations. Uh, it's just sort of redundant and escapist and ridiculous. And well, uh, wait, why, what is ridiculous about the idea of declaring that one does not wish to be a part of the coercive government society and joining a peaceful one? Well, on on the surface, it seems very tame, but I mean, it's virtually impossible to declare yourself a non-participant in the country that you're born in. I mean, unless you want to become a refugee and, you know... A non-participant in the country. I don't. Well, let's make sure we're using the right terms here. Uh, when you say country, do you mean government or do you mean the landmass known as the, the uh, American, North America and the United States? I mean the country that we're part of. The country, you know, the country that, that we The country that grants us our legal rights, that grants us our passport, the country that... Yeah, I don't We're want to be a part. I, I don't want to be a part of the that 
country. If you're ta- you're talking about the political designation known as the United States There's of no America, no way you can get out of it. No one has successfully done that, with the exception of rejecting, you know, their citizenship and becoming a refugee. I'm you not cannot- telling you. I'm not telling you that I believe that by declaring that I'm out, that they will consider that to be the case. I just think there's something. Well, that's to- utterly ridiculous. It's just intellectual masturbation, pure and simple. If, that, so if that's what you want to call it, Frank, with it, you know what, Frank, if There's you want so to call it – real re- issues to deal with today. Frank, excuse me. Excuse me, Frank. On- I think individual sovereignty is a real issue that is very important. Personally, it's very important to me, and I know that a number of people listening uh, like the idea of setting themselves free. Now, clearly, this won't set you Who free. Who has ever been able to do that? Who has ever been able to do just that? Because, that's, an an, that's a logical fallacy, Frank, just because it hasn't no, happened no, in the I'm past. No, no, I'm asking you for a historical, for an empirical I don't have anything evidence. to give you, give Frank. Give me a case whereby a person has done that successfully. I, I don't have anything to give because you. Because no one has ever been able to do it. The Conk Republic, it, it, Frank, is... utterly absurd, my Frank, friend. Frank, hold on a second. Have you heard of the Conk Republic? Repeat. Have you heard of the Conk Republic? The Conk, it's in the Conk shell? Yes, sir. No, I okay. haven't. The Conk Republic is Key West. It's Key West, Florida. Some folks down there decided to uh, to call themselves the Conk Republic, and they went ahead and they created their own passports and everything. And that's ridiculous. Key West is a part of the You can United say it's States ridiculous if you want, Frank, but they claim, some of them it claim that they... Would you listen for a moment? Would you listen for a moment? citizens of the United hold States on, Frank. of the state of Florida. Maybe now they are. Maybe they it's are. Pot, pot him down. Just it's pot him down. Pot him down. I'm trying to explain this. He asked me for an example of if it's been done, and I have a sp- an example of where it may have been done. This is as close as I, th- as, as I can come. Yes, many of these it people. This is the greatest example. <laughs> many of these people in Key West are obviously believing they are still part of the United States. However, uh, they did print out their own passports. You can go to the Conk Republic website and order your own. I don't know what they look like or how how like they are to a, a United States passport, but they are Conk Republic passports. They even have their own diplomat passport, and they claim some people claim that they've gone to island countries and successfully used the Conk Republic passport to get in there. So if they can use a pa- uh, Conk Republic passport to get into another country, doesn't that, doesn't that legitimize it in your eyes, Frank? Since some other government around the world has uh, has allowed it to happen, go ahead, Frank. Did you hang up? He dropped. dropped. Yep, 800-259-9231. You know, we can't have a conversation when we're uh, shouting over one another. And and I think, Frank, you know by now, that because he's uh, somebody who's called the show for a long time. I think Frank knows by now. I think he adds adds to the show. I think he's a great caller. I didn't say he was a bad caller. I I said I think Frank knows by now that uh, we're more than happy to have, you know, an in-depth conversation on this program. But that requires participation uh, from both sides here. So there was your example, Frank, and I don't think it's ridiculous at all. You, uh, in, in many ways, Frank is is very within well, the system. It, ridiculous mindset. means worthy of ridicule, and I think that uh, I think it's on the borderline of something that's worthy of ridicule. I, I, I the idea of personal sovereignty and independence is worthy of ridicule. The declaration of it, yeah, like it's going to be on. It's on the verge of worthiness of ridicule. Now, and not from me. Because I'm I'm of the idea I, I'm I'm like this idea I'm interested. So then you in don't it. think it's worthy of ridicule? No, 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 no. no. That, that's my definition. But the question is, is um, you're talking about sort of a, a worthy of ridiculousness on, or a ridicule on the whole? And I think most people would ridicule it. Look, if you want other some other set of rules, go to some other place where they have you know they, they don't understand the idea that government may okay, or may and doesn't I think necessarily it's have to be attached to a landmass. But you know, I think what, it's ridiculous to aggress against people. 
peaceful people. Okay. I don't care what most people think is ridiculous. But, but that's what ridiculous would be defined by. I don't know about that. Ridiculous is causing or worthy of ridicule or derision, absurd, preposterous, and laughable. So what you find ridiculous is different from what Frank finds ridiculous, is different from what from, other find from ridiculous. From what the people at the crazy house find ridiculous, right? Uh-huh, yeah. Each individual gets to define what they consider ridiculous. There is no one definition. So, Frank, so Frank's right then. Frank, uh, uh, right, but I can still disagree and say Frank is right for Frank, and for me, it's not ridiculous. For me, it's no, there's nothing ridiculous at all about declaring oneself independent and, and pursuing the end goal of personal freedom. Isn't that what we're here for? Isn't that why the three of us in this room made the move a thousand plus miles up here to New Hampshire? I'm interested in seeing how it's going to turn out, man. Yeah, Absolutely. Certainly. I think, I think it's a fun idea, definitely. Um, but isn't that why you move, for personal freedom? Absolutely. I'm not sure if... Uh, Did you feel ridiculous when you were getting in your moving van or, or your car and, uh, and coming up here? Oh, no, no. Everybody thought I was. Yeah, uh, but actually. plenty of my, plenty of yeah. my friends think, have, have felt that same way. Like, yeah, it's you, not why about... are you wasting your time doing that? You know, I I didn't feel it was ridiculous, but plenty of people did. I I lost friends over moving this. Mm, they sure. they just couldn't understand it. They thought I was crazy. They thought I joined a cult. They would introduce me. Oh, this is Chris. He's our friend. <laughs> he joined a cult. Literally. Um. Uh. And so, now you're turning into the charismatic leader. <laughs> I, I only have one leader, and that's uh, young William. Luther is starting to uh, to pop up on video. Uh, he, he showed up on a, a recent um, uh, what what was it called the 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 organization you were speaking ah, for the uh, the CRAP yeah it the was campaign. yeah it was originally the uh, citizens resisting the abuse of police I think but yeah, right, we're, right. We're, I'm planning on changing it to uh, citizens respecting the authority of police <laughs> um, and just using it as a, a fun a fun vehicle to kind of point out the absurdity of some of the things that police do um, cool I hope you do that because it was a really a great video people can see that at free, it's somewhere on Freekeen I don't know I guess just yeah, look and look for I, crap. I guess it would also be on the Obscured Truth YouTube channel. I think it might be the Freedom Movement YouTube channel. Oh, is it? I think. If it's Meg, uh, then it's if if it's Meg's video, then it's up on the Freedom Movement. Okay, yeah, you can definitely find it. It was about the time that Mike Tyner was uh, arrested uh, for the 420 protest uh, when he brushed past the officer. I think if you search Free Keen for it, for C period R period period eight, you know, like yeah. essentially the uh, it's acronym an acronym for it. Yeah, the, and the joke is really that he doesn't, the character I was playing doesn't understand that it spells that out. But back to being ridiculous, uh, I think that... Yeah, uh, I didn't think you'd go too far from it, buddy. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah I, I, I understand. You know, people look at the, the Liberty Movement and they say, you guys are crazy! And you in because, particular. Because they think that uh, what's not crazy is doing what they do, and that's fine. You know, go ahead, you know, enjoy your bread and your circuses. And keep paying more in taxes, and, you know, I think that's ridiculous. 800-259-9231, but I don't blame anybody for being too scared to do anything about the tyranny there. This is Free Talk Live. Take control of the airwaves and dial in toll-free, 800-259-9231. SACL CAI toll-free line. It's your ridiculous host, Ian. And Luther. And Mark. And you can join us online at freetalklive.com, the features we give away. Now, if you like the show and you enjoy this program and you want to help support Free Talk Live, learn how to promote us at promote.freetalklive.com. Lots of different ways uh, you can uh, use our existing flyers. You can even take our graphics and design your own if you want, if you're feeling particularly creative. Uh, also, you can contact your local radio stations. If you don't get Free Talk Live on your local talk stations, and most of you listening, uh, if you're listening on the Internet, you probably don't. Uh, 
But you can. All you have to do is ask them real nice. Head on over to promote.freetalklive.com and get a whole list of things you can do to help out Free Talk Live to get the message of freedom out as far and as wide as possible. As we continue here with your phone calls about what you want, Mike is in California. You're on with Ian Luther and Mark on Free Talk Live. Hello, Mike. Mike in California. You're on the air. Oh, hi. I guess I wanted to discuss, like, the, uh, like, uh, possible avenues to, like, go through the system that we already have to get to volunteerism. Like, do you guys see any prospect for that, or...? I think that there's some prospect possibly here in New Hampshire. I mean, if you get enough people together, the system certainly does respond to numbers uh, to some extent. And uh, we're starting to see a significant amount of people make the move. I mean, I say significant. I mean, from my perspective, as far as seeing activism in the past, on a on a scale on the scale of things, we still need a lot more uh, people to come here and get active. But I think so. And I think Mark, you would say there's some possibility in the the political system, right? I don't know what uh, I I don't know about voluntarism or anything like that um the reason i moved for the free state project was with the uh, the hope of uh, seeing government shrink to some extent because right, but the if only you're time to, i've ever seen it do anything is grow if you're going to get to the voluntary society you have to shrink the government first don't you think i, I don't mean, know if the i don't know if the volunteer i don't know if the world's ready for the voluntary society well right that's why you'd have to get them ready for the right. idea of small government first do you understand what i'm saying yeah sure. okay yeah it seems to me that just as it's grown slowly over time so that nobody not like if the, if it grew at once like this overnight say from 1787 till to full-blown tyranny today yeah yeah exactly. it would be outrageous you know that nobody would have stood for that but easing it in slowly like that over time made it really simple to do and i think you just have to kind of reverse that process and go back you know uh, ease it down but mike i don't see that being possible in california where you're calling from oh no no definitely that's why i'm trying to sell my house right now and i'm trying to be out there probably within a month or so oh cool now what's it like i mean if people have been asking i had a guy from texas saying well you know what's the cost of living like up there for me it went up because uh because down yep. in florida my property taxes were nowhere near as expensive as they are here on a house that was similarly valued and california's property taxes aren't that bad either right but the properties themselves oh, i don't own my expensive. home so I have a lease option. I haven't exercised it yet, so I don't cover the taxes. But I was just talking in general. I think a lot of yeah, people have had a, a, a drop in cost of living from, from coming to certain places like California up here to New Hampshire. I mean, the economy here is the best in the Northeast. It's not quite the best in the entire country, but it's not all about what the best economy is. It's all about being around the uh, the best people as yeah, far as I'm concerned. New Hampshire is superlative on many of the lists out there because it is it, it tends to be freer than most places. But, you know, there's there's a lot of work to be done. Absolutely. And, and the only it, it's the only chance of that work really getting uh, being done because most states are too large geographically or too large population wise totally. or both to, to get any of those things done. <laughs> where are you at yeah. in California? Do what? Uh, where are you in California? Uh, McKinleyville. I don't know. I don't know where that is. Is it like a little town, uh, or is it? It's near? a little t- middle of nowhere, up in uh, Humboldt County. Oh, so nor- northern California, in the in the uh, aspiring state of Jefferson. Right. Yeah. Not so much, though. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. Now, this is the secession movement in California, Mark. Well, the that- state secession. Uh, you know, they're they're, they're California is hoping uh, a portion of northern California. Humboldt County included, um, and uh, Southern Oregon are hoping to secede into one state uh, oh, okay. and not the secede from state. the union, gotcha. but just to be a, a state. And uh, you know, so they want to secede from California and Oregon, basically, and create yeah. their own and, state. You know, Northern California is treated terribly by Southern California, but hmm. that's not uh, exciting enough for you, huh, Mike? I mean, have you looked into that movement? I've looked into it, but I mean, with the convergence you guys have out there in New Hampshire, and like with the Constitution, with like. 
I mean, really, you've got like a really good split, like with the ideology there, where you have like it seems like like the the western half of the state is like you know pretty like you know individualist or you know paleoconservative, and then you have like some pretty venomous like union people whatnot on the right or on the you know the east coast, but like. It just seems like it's going to be one of those places where it's like when the when the you know the I guess the dialectic of like domination or whatever that like kind of pervades the right and left. Once that dissipates, like it looks like you guys are going to unify into like a really you know cohesive block of like I don't know I guess classical liberal Democrats and like you know libertarianist you know Republicans. I don't and know what all the the, the labels uh, necessarily mean in, in that context, but I do know that uh, the the most liberty minded people I've ever encountered are are here. And more yeah, that's definitely are, what I'm saying. Right, and and more are coming. Uh, I mean, on the west end, the western side of the state, in the Keene area, which is where we're doing the show from, there are a lot of uh, so-called liberals. But a liberal in New Hampshire is different from a liberal in California, and so I mean, again, using those terms in many ways doesn't really accurately describe uh, people. But nonetheless, there's uh, it's just great to have liberty-minded people coming together. And the only thing I wish for is that people would come sooner rather than later, <laughs> just because, you know, I'm selfish and I want it to happen tomorrow. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I realize these things take time, and it takes time to wrap up the, the loose ends and to tie up the strings. And because to, months and months. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. So what else do you want to share tonight? Anything else on your mind tonight, Mike? Um. Yeah, I guess. Um. I was wondering, like, do you think there would be, like, any possibility for trying to get, like, the legislature to pass a provision so that the people could, like, you know, use the initiative only in a negative process to, like, veto, you know, say, repeal laws they don't agree with or taxes or programs or stuff like that? To use, like, sure a ballot that, like, initiative, you mean? Well, but only in the sense of it being, like, a, neg- a negating... I don't know if they have those here in New Hampshire. I don't, I don't the, believe they, I haven't seen they have them in now. Maine. I, I don't know if they... I don't think so. Uh, yeah, yeah they couldn't, but they couldn't pass it through the legislature to create like a mechanism of like popular negation. Presumably, I mean, I, I mean, presumably you can do whatever you want if you get enough support in the legislature. But if you've got that many people in the legislature, you might as well just roll back the state, right? Well, but I mean, it's also getting like the popular mindset because I mean, the politicians that plug themselves into the consent of the people and like sell themselves to them don't always have the same mindset of the people like Democrats who wanted to see NAFTA roll back. You know, I would so, say like, that. Uh, I don't know, I'm just. And that, like, you know, a lot of these laws and stuff, like, I mean, th- yeah, you know, the legislature can pass a law and it can remain a mistake for ten decades upon decades and never yeah. get it really turned around. Oh, and yeah. There could be the popular sentiment to repeal it at that time. Uh, I and, see like, what you're saying, re- and I, I think it's a fine idea. The idea being instead of relying on the legislators to... Two years uh, after you move, you can run and, and yeah, exactly. then you can put that in, uh, you know, uh, enter it in as a bill. That's what I was going to suggest. Uh, definitely, I was trying to move out there just so, you know, try and get on a budget committee and, you know, do whatever I could to help any, you know, right. activists. In fact, thing, from a political yeah. perspective, there's a lot of opportunity in New Hampshire. Uh, you can go to freestateproject.org, as you probably already have, as you're a participant in the, the Free State Project. Uh, but you, uh, you, the listener, can go to freestateproject.org. There's 101 reasons to move to New Hampshire. There's a whole section in there on political reasons. Uh, it's the third largest representative, so-called representative body in the the Western world. So the the districts are very small. The amount of population in each district is very small. So running campaigns can be done on a low, small budget. Uh, it makes it much more possible to win those elections. Yeah, usually districts are what, 2,000, 3,000 people. Depending, I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, there, there's just you not can, a lot. You can knock the doors in your uh, in, if, if during you're a state campaign. legislator in, in, during right. your campaign if you're, you're um, running for office. Yeah, so there's some real possibility there. Uh, plus, as you mentioned, Mark, it takes two years to run for uh, for state rep. Once you've lived here for two years, you can do that. But y- you can show up the day of. Uh, you can show up 
and register to vote if that's what you want to do and you want to do politics, you can jump into a city council election your first year. You don't even have to be here two days before you can uh, file for uh, for that office. So if you, yeah. if you have political aspirations, you can jump with both feet right in uh, as, as, as quickly as you like. And because of the low population, there's just not a lot of uh, – in some cases, there's not a lot of competition. In some cases, they'll only have just enough people that they need to run for an office to where there's not even a competition. Recently on a school board election out here, they uh, there was a notice on the radio the day of uh, – the last day – of the filing period that basically said for three seats only one person is filed so by the end of the day they managed to have three people file for the election but there was nobody else competing in that election so in many cases a lot of the smaller local offices are, are completely unopposed yeah i mean there's there um many offices in my town get run for uh, by you know essentially a um what do they call it write-in campaign yeah, and and uh, it's it's not hard to get your name out there, and it's not hard to get attention because if uh, if you've only got two candidates in the election, they're going to pay you attention, and it's a great way, even if you don't win, to get the ideas of uh, of freedom out there. I, that's a, one of the things that I support in the political process is the fact that people pay attention to it, even though I think it's corrupt and and I think that uh, it's it's an inefficient way to spend money. I still think that it's something because luckily you don't have to spend that much up here in New Hampshire, so it's much more within grasp, and you can be a big fish in a small pond. Too. I mean, you're talking about out here in Keene, there are 25 people, there are 25,000 people living here, and uh, it's not a big population. I mean, no. You can swim with a big fish, no problem, if that's something that, uh, that turns you on. Thank you for the call tonight. Appreciate hearing from you. And, of course, also there's the civil disobedience and non-cooperation and the media that's being created. And here. plenty of people doing things through the court system, too. That's, and that's kind of just getting rolling as well. There's a lot of ground floor opportunity here. More coming up. Hour three's on the way. This is Free Talk Live. How long can you hold your breath? (sighs) Not long. After air, water is the most critical factor for life. There are dozens of toxic substances in tap water, even pharmaceutical drugs that city processing can't remove. Sadly, most bottled water isn't much better. The chemicals in the bottles themselves are a serious health concern and a huge environmental problem. Filtering your own drinking water is the logical answer. You'll have a much better quality of water and save a bunch of money, too. Aquasana filters are thorough and more affordable per gallon than even pitcher-type filters. Aquasana is consistently voted the best choice by Consumers Digest. The filters are easy to use and install. Call 866-NO-BOTTLE to order or link online through freetalklive.com. If you'd like a 20% discount, and who wouldn't, when ordering online, use the discount code FTL. Again, that's FTL. Or call toll-free 866-NO-BOTTLE and tell them we sent you to get a great discount on all Aquasana products. Drink smart. 1-866-NO-BOTTLE. Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves and dial in toll-free at 800-259-9231 as we launch into the third hour of the program tonight. It's Ian with you. And Luther. And Mark. Join us online at freetalklive.com. The features on the site we give away, so enjoy those on us. Again, that's freetalklive.com. Features including our archives. So if you've missed a moment of the show, click and download. They are yours free. And you can go back in the podcast all the way to the beginning of 2009, free for you, at freetalklive.com. Let's continue with your phone calls. And then coming up, extremist letters. We'll talk about those. Uh, but first, Rick is in California, I do believe. Rick, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian Luther and Mark. 
Hey, guys. I, I heard a story I wanted to share on uh, NPR, uh, Science Friday. They said um, during Prohibition, 1926, the, the uh, people were, instead of getting the... Uh, like the the drinking alcohol you would normally get since it was prohibited, they 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 got the black market going and they were getting industrial alcohol and the government didn't like that, so the government required that poison be added to the industrial alcohol, like the mercury and other toxins, mm. and they actually ended up killing ten thousand people. Wow, it figures. These are some of the consequences of prohibition. Whenever you uh, you use force on people to try to get them to behave in the way uh, you want them to, there are many cases uh, very very disastrous consequences. Yeah, and of course the government cares so much about people that it would add poison to uh, you know force that poison be mandated um, mandated added to things. So well, that, Mark, so, surely everybody reads all the press releases from the government, so they should have known, right? I mean, right. everybody must read all the notices. Especially back then, when you probably could have gone you know your whole life without seeing a cop. Any uh, other thoughts or uh, things you want to share tonight, Rick? Yeah, that, I, that was pretty much it. There's one other thing. Um, in, in terms of the, whether the Free State Project can happen or not. Oh, it's happening. The way I, yeah, the way I see it, I, I think the message that you're getting out is essentially a good one. And I think ultimately the progress that humans have made throughout history in gaining some freedom is mostly it's, it's a function of what the individuals expect. And if all of the individuals expect freedom, then maybe freedom in some sense can be achieved. That's and a possibility. That I, I think I, what, you know, what you're saying there is that you get the government you deserve. Yeah, in some sense, it's a matter of changing the individual, the way that individuals think about. And, and you know, the government uses schools, as you guys point out, to mm-hmm. kind of program people to make sure they, you know, <laughs> fall in line with the government. But and- I mean... I, I don't think it should be downplayed the, uh, the the role that geography plays in that because there are places in the world where people do not expect freedom and they don't have it, right? Yep. Yeah. So yeah. Um, you know, if you in, and I think you can limit that even to something as small as a state. Um, look at Texas. You know, I mean, they they look at uh, themselves with a uh, certain pride and almost uh, sort of secessionist pride. Texas is the best of them. So they you can have this kind of state. Uh, conversation that goes on, and I, um, you know, I think that that's part, a, a large part of what the Free State Project is about. Yeah. Thanks, Rick, for the call tonight. Appreciate hearing from you at 800-259-9231. Hey, now, and, and you know, I, I do hope that uh, the Free State Project becomes a an example for other people in other places as to how they can, uh, you know, be free too. Yes. But uh, you that'd know, be I, great. I, I'd love to see the whole world get set free, but uh, you know I'm, I'm not planning yeah. on that. It seems uh, to me that you'll, you'll, see, you'll see it fastest if you have one place that goes, and then it can be an example to others, exactly. rather than sort of waiting around for everybody to kind of um, get free. One of the things that I don't want to see uh, being set in as, a, as an example as far as how to achieve freedom, because I don't think it'll work, uh, I think it's counterproductive, is agitating for violence. It's one of the things that uh, is very distasteful to me. And especially so because at one point I was in that camp. I was in the camp of uh, of people who fantasized about doing awful things to uh, to the state agents, and I've since moved away from that. But as I mentioned on the the show, you know, a few nights ago, it's still kind of a constant. Uh, it's a constant challenge 
Because sure. when I was watching... They we, are agents of violence. Right. Whenever you watch video footage, we were watching some earlier tonight of uh, these cops busting into this woman's home. Peaceful woman. She never harmed anybody. They yeah. busted in. They, uh, they, you know, jimmied the back door. They searched through the whole place and were very uh, aggressive toward her and very rude. They didn't luckily hurt her. But nonetheless, I still felt the, you know, the anger welling up inside me and... I started thinking things that I did not want to be thinking. I was sure. In bed. I mean, there's a there's a an armed man that broke into her house. Uh, you know, I mean, some, some there's there's some things that you immediately think when you see that. Right, and so it's moving away from that, making a conscious choice to not follow through with thoughts like this, and instead replace them with thoughts of forgiveness and uh, and, and and as much as possible understanding and, and love. And it's very it's not an easy thing to do. It's not. Uh, so, so that's why when I, I see this story, the Associated Press reporting that the FBI is warning police across the country that an anti-government group's call to remove governors from office could provoke violence. The group called the Guardians of the Free Republics wants to restore America by peacefully dismantling parts of the government, according to its website. It sent letters to governors demanding they leave office or be removed. Now, they point out here that investigators don't see threats of violence in the group's message. Certainly nothing explicit there. You know, for all you know, when they say you'll be removed from office, that could mean that we're going to go serve papers on you and uh, declare that uh, this, you know, the sovereign peoples have removed you from office. Wham shazam. Uh, you know, so there's no real explicitness to to what they they were saying. But at the same time, it does still have that tone to it, right? You know, you either leave or else this. Yeah. Uh, the or else. Right. Kind of statement is typically what you hear from government, you know, what you typically expect yep. from a violent organization. Yep, yep, it has that sound. So I, I don't support uh, this, you know, this, well, we're going to force our changes upon you uh, kind of uh, mentality, the idea of uh, threatening violence and threatening, singling out the state agents and threatening them somehow. I don't think that's going to get you to freedom, and I don't think these folks that want to uh, restore America are going to uh, be able to do it by whatever whatever their plan is, whether it involves violence or just sending mean letters to the to the governors. I don't really think that's going to restore their republic. And how and can they why be the anti- governors? Who knows? I'm sure they have their reasons, Mark. Uh, all gar- the governors? Guardians of the free republics. Well, 30 governors have gotten the letters so far, not all 50. Uh, maybe they're still in the mail. Who knows? Investigators say that uh, fear of the broad call for removal of top state officials could lead others to act out violently. At least two states beefed up security in response. Minnesota Governor no. Tim Pawlenty said he received one of the letters but wasn't overly alarmed. We get all kinds of, shall we say, interesting mail, so it's not out of the norm. He said it got more attention because it went to so many governors. As of Wednesday, more than 30 of them had received letters saying if they don't leave office within three days, they will be removed. According to the FBI, uh, they do expect that all the governors will uh, receive them. Uh, In Nevada, screening machines for visitors and packages were added to the main entrance of the state capitol as a precaution. So even just a letter uh, is getting these government bureaucrats to freak out and buy more stuff and spend more money and increase their, you know, the level of security, uh, the the level of at least apparatus of security, whether it's actually providing security or not is another question. Uh, whether it's theater or not, but nonetheless, uh, as we've seen, whether it whether it's violence, which definitely uh, results in an increase of the police response, it it creates more excuses for the police to buy new weapons, uh, for them to militarize even further, or in this case, the slight allusion to the possibility of threatening violence 
still gives them the you know the excuse that they they feel they need to as they say beef up security. Yeah, they beefed up security. There you go. At uh, I can't imagine what their bodyguards are paid, but I'll well, call it a hundred grand a year, and that's probably low. Um, you know what what have you cost people here? I what's beefed up? How many? I don't know. It's you've cost tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands, to the people of the states that you've uh, sent these to. Congratulations. One of the uh, bureaucrats said, we're not really overly concerned, but at the same time, we don't want to sit back and do nothing and regret it. So any excuse they have to buy more stuff and to hire more bureaucrats and to increase the size of the police state, they will use it. So I don't really think this is going to do anything. If you disagree, you're welcome to uh, to, ch- to uh, join in here to the discussion at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. Uh, sending letters to the governor, not going to change things. But getting together with like-minded people and taking a, 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 an approach that involves a variety of different things of, uh, of disobedience and, and, and politics and media and changing people's minds, changing people's hearts and minds. Sending a letter to the governor is not going to change a heart. It's not going to change a mind. I don't think. It doesn't seem like it's doing anything to me. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. Bring up what you want. This is Free Talk Live. DVD, books, music, instruments, periodicals, computers, software, electronic, photo, cell phone, office product, home and garden, bed and bath, furniture, kitchen, pet supplies, automotive, hardware, apparel, shoes, jewelry, grocery, healthcare, sports and outdoors, toys, games, used and more. It's a department store at your fingertips. Amazon.freetalklive.com. Get all your shopping done, a great deal, delivery to your door, and a percentage of your purchase will go to Free Talk Live when you enter Amazon through Amazon.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves. Dial in toll-free, 800-259-9231, the SACL-CAI toll-free line. Tonight, it's Ian with you. And Luther. And Mark. Join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We give you the features. They are free, so enjoy those on us, including the bulletin board system, the webcam, listen lines, so many different things there. Those other talk show hosts want to charge you for their websites. Ours is free. In fact, you can go and sign up for a free account. You can actually submit show prep ideas, uh, turn in your ideas for what we should talk about on this program. Uh, the most popular ideas, you can vote up and vote down the ones you like or dislike. And the most popular ones make it to the front page of the website, making it far more likely that we'll see it and talk about it. Head on over to freetalklive.com and get interactive. It's totally free. We continue with your phone calls. David is in New Hampshire. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, David. Good evening, fellows. Hey, David. I have a brief question. Yes, sir. Is there is there a model or in this time period that we're presently living or in the past to the ideal um, uh, situation that the that the um, Free State Project is trying to achieve, like something that that is to look toward? I think that if there were, we would be there. <laughs> <laughs> um, really, no. Uh, the you know the ideas. In the past. Um, no. not, you know, some would say one would say that like Iceland. The, well, no, um, I, I'd say that probably the best examples are sort of the frontiers, um, especially in um, America. You mean the Wild West? 
uh, well, places like the Wild West, and if if you considered the Wild West wild, um, you know, studies have been done, and it shows, in fact, that the Wild West is uh, 26 times more uh, less dangerous than uh, Baltimore, 10 right. times less dangerous a than New York City and Washington, D.C. You mean per capita? You mean per capita, not yes. compared to... Yes. Okay. Yeah, a lot of it's been uh, over-dramatized for the purpose of Hollywood movies, sure. making it more action-packed. Guys with neat hats shooting each oh, other. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah, I've been watching Deadwood recently uh, on recommendation of one of the activists up here, and it's very good. But oh, um, Very entertaining. We, you know, the, the government apparatus didn't, uh, you know, had grew, grows much more slowly than uh, than than people would move um, as far as uh, uh, you know these these kind of uh, frontier situations would go. So, basically, the the best example are frontiers. Oh, okay, okay, Let's, okay. I was just curious about that. Yeah, well, I mean, it's a new frontier, really, because where else do you go at this point? So it's really a more of a frontier in people's minds uh, at this also, point. Also, a frontier doesn't have a um, Walmart, uh, a Home Depot, yeah. um, <laughs> well, um, you know, three grocery stores, uh, uh, you know, four if you count Walmart, um, and and all these other things that uh, the, the Free State Project does. Right. The, well, there was a movie that Ian yeah. showed me when I first moved up here, Interstate 60. Ooh, yes. And one film. of the characters discusses uh, what a frontier really is. He just describes it as a, uh, a safety release for society, a place for people to get away and sort of, uh, you know, uh, get back to basics, uh, let off steam. Um, yeah, to set themselves free to yeah, exactly. to and escape. That's, from... and that's exactly what the movie's about. You know, the main character goes on a journey down a, a highway that doesn't exist and meets all kinds of crazy characters and learns a lot about himself, what he wants. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what he doesn't want, what other people want for him. It's a great uh, film that uh, is, you know, it's about. It's to some extent it's a coming of age movie, but it's unlike anything I've I've ever seen. And it, it really has the it, message that uh, was alluded to, I think, earlier on the show tonight. That you know, once you find this message, the message of freedom, and once you get it, there's just no going back. Right. And in the same way, the character in that movie has his mind opened to things he hadn't, you know, just a viewpoint he had never experienced before, and then he. He could see things in a way that other people couldn't see. David, any other thoughts for us tonight? He's gone. Thanks for the call. 800-259-9231. You can actually hear him turning up his radio. At the uh, <laughs> uh, So, yeah, Interstate 60. I actually found out about that movie when I was watching, I think it was um, John Carpenter, and I believe it was Big Trouble in Little China, the DVD for, for that movie on the on the audio tracks, one of the, uh, the uh, commentary tracks, he and Kurt Russell <laughs> Are, uh, are commenting, and I'd heard them comment before on one of their other movies that they did together, and I really enjoyed their comments, so I was listening to this one. Both John Carpenter and Kurt Russell are self-described libertarians, by the way, and uh, so it, you know it's great that they work together so much because they're really fun. The movies they do together are a lot of fun. And they were talking about one of Kurt's projects at the time that he was involved in when they were doing the commentary. So I think it was the late or the early portion of the, the, the aughts around the year 2000. And Kurt Russell was talking about Interstate 60, this little movie that really has a very, very small budget, but some pretty big names in it. I mean, people like Gary Oldman, uh, Christopher Lloyd are, are in this movie. Uh, Michael J. Fox. Yeah, Michael J. Fox. Uh, Kimberly, the pink Power Ranger for That's all right. those of That's uh, right. my generation. She is super hot. She is. You've seen this, Mark, the Interstate 60? Uh, I, I don't know. No, I don't She think is so. super hot in, in Interstate 60, let me <laughs> I, tell I'm you. I'm talking about the pink Power Ranger was hot. Yeah, yeah she, she's even hotter, I think. Yeah. And, uh, and a little sluttier, you know, because it's not more so. at Can't that. <laughs> In fact, that, that's her character is, uh, is yeah. basically a slut. Um, but nonetheless, Interstate 60, highly recommend it. You can, I think, see it on Instant Play on Netflix. You can also, of course, uh, rent it from... I haven't checked. I would just locations. go out and buy it if I were you. 
by it sight unseen. Yeah. Well, it is It is that good. Uh, it's a fine, fine film. So, uh, but, but anyway, what uh, turned me on to it was Kurt Russell was talking about how he played a libertarian sheriff in the movie. And I thought, well, that's good. I mean, I enjoy Kurt Russell's movies anyway. And so I thought, oh, I've got to see that. And I didn't realize how great a movie it was going to be. Who's until Kurt Russell? Are you serious? You don't know who Kurt I Russell is? I just don't know names right. of You were in jail for like a decade. Uh, Kurt Russell was in Escape from New York. Is uh, this Snake? Snake Plissken. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so yeah, yeah, I know who Snake Plissken is. He started is. in Disney movies, and then he ended up being Snake Plissken. <laughs> Miracle? <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I haven't seen his Disney movies, but I know uh, he was he was doing Yeah, those. he was the coach in Miracle for, uh, it was a hockey movie about when the U.S. beat the communists. Oh, so he did great. it as a young kid, too. He did Disney oh, movies as oh, a young kid. Oh, that's right. Like, you remember um, when he used to see in the video stores, there were the Disney, like the live action old yeller kind of in the yeah, white yeah, clamshell yeah. cases. Yeah, he was in a bunch of those old ones from the, the you know, the, like the 60s and the 70s. I okay. Think. At least a couple, at least a few of them. So, uh, so yeah, definitely go and, and take a Jimmy look Lee at that. Jimmy Lee Curtis location. did that kind of thing, that same kind of coming Is that up, right? too, right? <laughs> I don't know. I don't either. 800-259-9231. So actually in the movie, he is a... Libertarian sheriff kind of stretches it when you actually get to that segment in the in the film. I don't know. If yeah, really when I first saw it, I wouldn't have described him as no, that. No, no, it's kind of twisted. His character is a little twisted, but it does yeah. talk about drug prohibition to some extent. It does uh, does address that issue. Right, and, right. He, he's he's almost a villain, but in an interesting way. You know, he he's giving people a choice, most yes. certainly, and. Uh, Unfortunately, a lot of them make the wrong choice. <laughs> yeah. You know, you made me want to watch it again because I haven't seen it. Uh, yeah, I haven't seen it in a little while. So yeah, make make a note, check that one out when you get a chance. Toll free number here tonight eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. Coming up, Mark, you've got something from uh, the folks over at Cracked. Yes, and we're, we we had a relationship call uh, earlier this week. I think it was last night. That uh, I thought was fairly good, and this is a relationship <laughs> issue that uh, you're going to be telling us about. What is the name of this story you'll be sharing? This is six things men do to, in order to uh, get laid that science says turns women off. So, six things they do that does not work. Right, they're, they're failures. This has not succeeded. These are the six things that will uh, probably guarantee you will not succeed at uh, at uh, engaging in the pleasuring of you, a lady. You mean my cheesy pickup lines? They don't work? Apparently, number six is talking to her. <laughs> no, what? Wow. Well, you know, the, it, it's with with cracked the uh, the meats in the article. It's not in the, the list. Well, maybe the, what they'll say there is that listening is more important. Uh, we'll get to that. We'll find out what cracked has to say. Your thoughts as well are welcome. You're also welcome to bring up whatever's on your mind at 800-259-9231. That is the SACL CAI toll free line. Take control of the airwaves. This is Free Talk Live. Take control of the airwaves. Dial in toll-free, 800-259-9231. SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. You can join us online at freetalklive.com. We've got a wiki with over 2,000 pages created by listeners just like you. W-I-K-I wiki.freetalklive.com. Get interactive. On Free Talk Live, we talk about all kinds of ways that you can, uh, you know... <sighs> Make it difficult for the system to uh, increase in the size of the police state or, uh, you know, grow in, as far as taxes and tyranny. And I think that uh, one of the great ones is Jurisdictionary.com. It is a step-by-step system for learning how to deal with the judicial system. Uh, there's a five-hour video seminar, uh, a couple of uh, 2.5-hour audio classrooms, and all kinds of in-depth reference tutorials. 
on drafting pleas, understanding the court's power, getting evidence from the opponents, and uh, you know motions and hearings and all the things you need to know. An eighth grader can grasp it in less than 24 hours how to take your case to court, either pro se or just watching over your own attorney. It's jurisdictionary.com. It's, it's great. I recommend it. All right, 800-259-9231. Coming up here, uh, we're going sh- to share the six things that you probably shouldn't do if you are interested in uh, getting close in a sexual manner with a lady. We'll get to that here in a little bit from crack.com. But first, to your phone calls about what you want. James is in Louisiana. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, James. Hey, how you doing? James, uh, how, how are you? What's on your mind? Uh, not much. I was, just, uh, I was talking about the Interstate 60 movie. And- yes, sir. Yeah, and I, uh, I had, that sounded familiar, and and I looked it up and said, yeah, I've seen that movie before. Um, it was several years ago, but uh, yeah, what? I don't, I I really don't remember what it was about. Oh, but I'm glad y'all uh, brought it up. Yeah, well, I'll have to revisit it. Right, definitely uh, go out, rent it if you can. Uh, I don't know if you have Netflix or not. Uh, not sure if Blockbuster would have it. It's it is a fairly obscure film, which is a shame because it was actually created by Bob Gale, uh, the director of uh, the director of Interstate 60 is the guy who wrote Back to the Future. Um, oh, really? Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, so and that's I mean, one of my favorite movies. <laughs> Back to the Future is an awesome film, and so same, from the same mind, the same creator, uh, he directed Interstate 60. So I mean, great director, great cast. It's just for whatever reason. It's. I think it's too intellectual of a film. I think uh, you know, Interstate 60 is too smart of a movie to really get a good box office release. Uh, it's it's too challenging. Yeah. yeah, I think for a box office release, definitely. It's uh, not academic it's smart. Not, oh no, not not at all. It's very down to earth movie. It kind of really uh, um, lends itself to pretty much anybody. I think could walk in and enjoy that movie. So James, it's a shame you don't recall. Uh, if you get a chance, take a look a little closer. Anything else on your mind tonight? Um. Not much. Uh, just uh, it was great meeting meeting you all at the Liberty Forum. Oh, right on. Yeah, right. James uh, from Louisiana from the Liberty Forum. Ah, uh, yep. Thank you, sir, for coming out. We look forward to seeing you back here you. in New Hampshire <laughs> as uh, as soon as possible. And thanks for the call tonight at eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. All right. So uh, cracked dot com. Mark, you're going to share with us the six things you probably don't want to be doing if you're interested in getting sexually uh, close to a lady. From Crack.com, as we mentioned in this article, attracting women can be so easy that you don't even realize you're doing it. Of course, most of the methods are totally outside of your control and can only be done on accident. Unfortunately, it turns out that there are just as many things that you're doing to repel women, again, without even knowing it, and don't blame us, it's science. Common Mm. turnoffs include, number six, talking to her. So you're in a club, and thanks to those eight shots of Jaeger, each uh, of which you swear is making you exponentially sexier than you were before you downed them, you finally decide to approach that hot chick you've been uh, leering creepily at all night. <laughs> you've got her, uh, your, na- your game face on and an arsenal of pickup lines that uh, would slay Victoria's secret catwalk. With a uh, perfect storm of raw sex appeal like this uh, brewing all around you at comes as no surprise that the object of your carnal desire is floating back. But then, as you are preparing to land your plane at uh, Bonesville International Airport, she starts backing off. Somehow, the more you talk to her, the less smooth you become. Mm-hmm. When she awkwardly ends the conversation, five minutes later, you're literally babbling like a moron. A moron with a totally, now, <laughs> now totally useless... Never mind. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is correct. So, what the heck happened? 
If you feel like uh, you sound stupid when you talk to women, don't worry. You do. In a recent study, <laughs> men chattered with attractive women, and then they were subjected to basic tests. They failed miserably. The men and, were. Yes. And when we say basic tests, we don't mean fourth grade math either. We're talking about being able to remember your own address, unless you were asked to take a woman there. Right, killer? Um, unsurprisingly, the more attractive you find a woman, the worse this effect is, and the stupider you will sound when you talk to her. Hmm. Scientists don't go um, so far as to say that everyone was thinking that the uh, effect was caused by blood flow away from your brain to, to dr- directly to another part, but women suffered no such memory lapses at all when tested after chatting, chat, chatting with handsome studs like you. However, <laughs> one of the scientists did say the difference could, be, um, could come down to the fact that women are interested in things other than looks when men are reproductively focused. Which is a much more tactful and scientific way of saying dudes easily get distracted by the thong, uh, the thought of a uh, boning. So, number 10. Excuse me, Wait, guys. Say 10? 10? 5. Uh, um, before you go on with uh, on that one, now, that seems to me, to some extent, to be a rephrasing of an old you know, sales uh, axiom. And that is that uh, he who is answering the questions or he who is talking the most is losing. Um People in general, I don't think it's just women. I think that uh, in a conversation with anybody, they are not that interested in what you have to say about you. They're much more interested in talking about them. Right. If all you do is talk about yourself, it makes you seem like uh, you're big headed. You're so self-involved. If you talk about them, people love to talk about themselves because everybody is self-involved to some extent. Of course, you have to be. And it's, it's really, you know, just get them talking about themselves and they'll they'll. Which means asking end. questions. I Absolutely. mean, it, it's not to say you shouldn't answer a question, but you should, I think, uh, you know, try to turn the conversation back around to learning more about them and giving them the opportunity to, you know, talk about their beliefs and what they think. And uh, and I, I th- so I say I think that uh, that applies to anybody who's having a conversation with somebody new, whether it's male, female or male, male or female, female. Mark, you, you're the salesman here. I mean, how do you feel about that? Um, I I. <laughs> I think that, uh, that that what they're saying here is is absolutely true. That guys do get dumber as uh, they talk to attractive women. But I wasn't talking about that. I was talking about the general concept that people who are talking with one another, whether we're talking about men and women, um, would help if you paid attention. Uh, I was talking about the idea that you should that be less boring. I was talking about the idea. Luther was paying attention. Uh, Just go on. Uh, I was talking about the idea of of men and women, or men and men and men, women and women discussing just just meeting each other for the first time. The idea, or just in general conversations, uh, that you don't want to be talking about yourself. You want to have the other person talk about themselves. You know, I I have tried uh, that system, and it doesn't necessarily work. Um, I, like it, I think that uh, the the early on in this article is uh, the the best advice that people can get is most of this crap is chance, and you just you don't have a lot of control over it. I'm not saying it's going to guarantee you anything. Yeah. I just think that you know, from a sales perspective, don't you think that that's the case? I mean, the salesman who's blabbing all over everything... the client is likely not going to make the sale, whereas the salesman who's asking the client, you know, what they're looking for. What would you know help them? Uh, what's their I don't know beliefs? that what works in the in the regular world works yeah. in in the early on relationship world. I don't mm-hmm. know that that's true, and I, I in fact I don't believe that's even true. Does it work in the sales world from your perspective? Yes, that's what I was asking you. Thank yes. you. Eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. Number five, Mark. All right. Try not to type your emails during okay. the show. You were uh, putting <laughs> yourself out there too much. After all, in this uh, day and age, for better or for worse, women sometimes like to uh, make the first move, right? 
So instead of going up to a lady and moronically chatting away, you instead decide to lean coolly on the bar and smile at the ladies. That way, in, your, in their own time, one of them can come over to you and um, flirting can commence, except that none of the ladies are, um, are so you're very obviously acting interested in, um, let's see, except that none of the ladies you are so very obviously acting interested in ever approach you. What could you be doing wrong? Well, um, we really enjoy mocking the pickup artist community um, where guys look like this, and they're showing a guy with a, a fuzzy top hat, which is really funny. Um, hold seminars on how to reel women in by acting like you don't uh, like them and dressing like a uh, douchebag. But <laughs> research shows that at least a little bit of what um, there's a little bit of factual basis behind their bullcrap. So, more coming up here 800 259 9231. That's the SACL CAI toll free line. You're welcome to. Add your thoughts to the conversation here or bring up anything, even in the remaining moments of Free Talk Live. On Free Talk Live, we talk about investing in gold and silver as a hedge against inflation, investment, and barter currency. We've teamed up with Midas Resources to offer you some great rates on some hand-picked gold and silver pieces. U.S. Eagles, British Sovereigns, 20 Francs, Lakota Nation Silver Rounds, Montana Silver Reserves, and Walking Liberty Halves. Call 877-857-9938 or go to gold.freetalklive.com. The shipping is the same for one as it is for 20, so try to get as many as you can all at once. Gold.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves even in these remaining moments. Enough time for your call, 800-259-9231. That is the SACL CAI toll-free line. It's 1-800-259-9231. If you enjoy the program and you want to help support Free Talk Live, become an amplifier for as little as 3 bucks a month. We'll take that money in, reinvest it into the show, get on more radio stations around the country, and bring more Internet listeners on board, exposing new people to the ideas of freedom. Head over to amp.freetalklive.com. You get perks like the AMP-only podcast without the uh, regular podcast commercials you hear, plus the AMP-only uh, AMP forums and call-in lines, amp.freetalklive.com. And one of the biggest sponsors and longest-running sponsors of this program is SACL CAI. Yep. Today, today, businesses, banks, healthcare providers, landlords, utilities, and educational institutions are plagued by a burgeoning rate of consumers who have failed to pay their bills. You may believe these debts only affect these, these industries and businesses. However, when people don't pay their bills, all consumers pay the penalties, which are manifest through increased prices everywhere. So if you have or know of any businesses that require assistance with collections, tell them to call SACL CAI for a no-obligation, no-cost proposal. SACL CAI repositions companies to zero in on principal operations and regain their financial foundation. See their banner at freetalklive.com. All right, we're, uh, we're going to have to put the, uh, the six things that you shouldn't do as far as uh, getting sexually close to a lady that you might be first meeting for the first time. Uh, we'll get to that here in a little bit from Cracked if we get a chance, or we'll just put it on hold and continue it another night. Because we've got Gene, the Christian anarchist on the line in Tennessee, or excuse me, not Tennessee, you're in Texas now, Gene. Yeah, I wanted to tell you a funny story about what happened at the Chinese consulate today. Okay. Um, we're here We're here trying to get some passport issues cleared up with my wife's parents, and so we had to go to the Chinese consulate. And it, a funny thing, there was a guy there. My wife overheard this conversation because China, one thing about Chinese people is they talk very, very loud. So you can... You can really eavesdrop very well when you're around them if you understand Chinese. Clearly. <laughs> so this guy is up at the window of the Chinese consulate, and this shows how bad the economy's gotten in this country because he was telling the Chinese consulate that he doesn't have a passport because 
he's illegal. He was he said he was smuggled into the country. So he said he doesn't have a Chinese passport, but he's at the consulate trying to get another passport from China so that he can go back to China. That's how bad the economy is in this country. Oh. It's, wow. Here's a guy who got in here illegally, and he's begging the Chinese consulate to give him a passport so he can go home again, or even mm. arrest him so he can go home. He doesn't care. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that is and incredible. That was, that was pretty funny. And then the security wasn't very much either. You know, they got, uh, of course, all the consulate people are behind bulletproof glass. It's like a big bank, so you can't do anything to them anyway. But they have, as you come into the consulate area waiting room, they've got a metal detector and an armed guard. And all the armed guards are doing is just waving everybody through the, uh, the metal detector as it beeps when they go through. So, I mean, they're not concerned about guns, knives, or anything. Now, how, Gene, how is a consulate different from an embassy? I think they're just like a lesser office. I'm not real sure, but you go there anyway for your passport issues and visa issues and things like that. So, but it's something for set up by the government of China to to uh, to handle folks from China and what they need. And and people like me that want to fly over there, you've got mm-hmm. to get a visa in your passport, and that's the place you go to do that. But yeah, it is. It, it, but it is basically and effectively, it's an arm of the Chinese government, right? In another country. Oh yeah. It, right. It's considered Chinese territory. They've got you know uh, their flag flying up there, and it's all Chinese people there that uh, that live in China at other times and then just work here. Cool. Well, thanks for sharing the story tonight, Gene. Anything else on your mind? Um, that's about it. I'm I'm kind of uh, pressed right now to get back to my wife. So hey, you're uh, in Houston. You said you're that. in Houston. Gene? Yeah, we're in Houston today. Do you go do you go to Houston often? No, actually we've never been to Houston. Oh, this interesting. is our first trip here. So, I mean, just a real quick question. I know you want to get back to your wife, but uh we've talked about how Houston doesn't really have any zoning uh, to speak of in many areas. Uh is it anarchy there in Houston? I mean, are there uh, <laughs> you know, pig farms right next to uh houses and that kind of thing? Well, I haven't seen anything quite like that. Uh Nothing not sticking my, out. Uh, it looks like any other city. Very good. Thanks for the call tonight, Gene. Appreciate hearing from you as always. That's because businesses are going to group themselves um, in, you know, in the way that makes sense anyway. And mm-hmm. most zoning was grouped around the businesses, was was made around the businesses that were already there and then just sort of enforced that. Um, and, you know, if you want to change it in some subtle way, then uh, you've got to pay thousands and thousands of dollars and grease the right palms and all that other stuff. Let's jump back into the relationship uh, suggestions from crack.com. Six things that you shouldn't do. If you would like to engage in sexual relations with a lady. Yep. Uh, so um, speaking about uh, relationships uh, seminar or teacher five. guys. Yeah, five. Um, what research shows is that at least a little bit of a factual basis to their bullcrap. In his book, The Game, journalist Neil Strauss entered the world of the pickup artist and learned one important thing. Women like men who ignore them. According to his experience, your best bet at getting a girl is walking up to her, her uh, in a group, completely ignoring her and chatting away with her less attractive friends. We would write that off uh, under our normal rule of don't believe anything that uh, is also believed by a man in a furry top hat. <laughs> and, it's, and it saved our lives more than once. But another study uh, came up uh, with uh, hard numbers. The dating uh, site OKCupid.com actually went through their database of pictures uh, of men and 
they had the men had submitted and tracked how many contacts each yield. The study showed that out of 7,000 photos determined that men who didn't look directly at the camera in their profile pictures. Listen to this, guys. Uh, men that did not look directly at their pro, uh, profile at the, the camera in their profile pictures received more messages on average than men who did. About 50 percent more, in fact. Wow. It said um, wow. if. Se- <laughs> If uh, said picture combined them looking away with an expression of disinterest, smiling, um, <laughs> smiling drove the effect, uh, drove down the effect some, but it's still not uh, not as much as eye contact did. Wow! So look so away, look away, and look and disinterested. Look yeah. yeah. Eh. No, no word on how many of those uh, messages were from uh, cam shot robots, but still. Um, <laughs> Now, obviously, you can't uh, take this into uh, to its logical extreme. I'll get tons of women um, if I uh, ju- just uh, um, never get within 10 miles of one. That's the uh, ultimate expression of disinterest, because clearly the men in the study were also expressing the fact that they were looking for a mate or else they wouldn't be on OkCupid. Okay mm-hmm. So it's not about total disinterest. The data suggested it's about somehow showing that you're interested, but not in her. Interesting. Number four, best way to lose a woman, dancing. So and this is this is from the the I movie Hitch. I would never Hitch. try that. Yeah, <laughs> so he says, you know, he's teaching the uh, the, the 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 fat guy, I don't, the fat comedian that I don't know, oh, but um, how to how to dance. And uh, he's like, all right, you put your arms by your side, you step back and forth. This is where you live. This is how you dance. And the and the guy busts out some really, they look great, like great moves for such a big man, you know. And he's like, never do that again. And I think that this is absolutely true. So you've tried uh, the pickup artist uh, way, but Quickly found that uh, sitting in the corner looking like you didn't uh, like women failed to score you any tail. And you uh, peacocked her out with uh, the feather boa and everything. But you uh, have a trick up your sleeve. Your sextastic dance moves. After all, (laughs) dudes that have been getting girls this way for thousands of years. When you finally get drunk enough, you hit the dance floor in your mind. You're Fred staring the uh, crap out of the place. Unfortunately, <laughs> that uh, when you're actually doing is some bizarre alt new wave version of the robot that mm-hmm. uh, has every girl in the room pointing and staring open mouth and not in a good way. But it's okay because deep in your heart, you know that uh, one day a girl, hopefully one that's uh, looking like Zoe Deschanel, I don't know who this, these people are, uh, will realize some actress. Yeah, your dancing uh, just means that you're quirky, free spirit, and she'll she'll have a quirky, free spirited sex with you. Fifty years later, you die alone. So what the heck happened? Yeah, why not? Dancing is a high risk venture. Yes, there's a reason why dance clubs are usually just an orgy waiting to happen. But if you dance badly, you'd have uh, been better off staying far away. Scientists say that if you uh, suck at dancing, it signals to women that you're a bad mating partner. It's a subconscious sign that your testosterone levels are lower than average, which means that you're not up to a uh, lady's uh, baby-making standards, and your awkward moves on the dance floor have evolved as a neon-flashing sign to warn women (laughs) to steer clear of you and your inferior DNA. Uh, This effect only increases as you get older, the awkward dad dancing you've uh, seen at every wedding uh, you've ever been to during the uh, session at the Taylor Hicks uh, uh, American Idol. I don't know anything about this. I'd like to say culture references. Yeah. uh, Dad dancing is probably partially about dad's not caring. If I were to get up and dance, I'd dance any way I want and I don't care what they think. You're not trying to pick up a girl. Right. I'm not. I have, you know, they're they're not interested in my gray haired butt anyway. They do not care. But if I got out there and started to dad dance, it would be disastrous. I don't know. I I, I actually had a friend who uh, would, would do this. Uh, I, I agree that you shouldn't if this article says you shouldn't. But I had a friend who would actually dance pretty badly and was phenomenal at picking up women. Admittedly, they were not necessarily attractive women every time. 
or most of the time. But he, but my God, the guy had triple-digit numbers in Quantity, his early, not quality, very huh? early 20s. Yeah. We are out of time, though. Put a bookmark on that one, Mark. I definitely want to hear the remaining three when All we right, get I a chance. Uh, Luther, Mark, and myself, we are out. Uh, thanks, boys, for uh, joining the show tonight. Yep. And thank you for listening in. We'll be back tomorrow night for our live Saturday edition. Be sure you join us then and online in the meantime at freetalklive.com. Good night. Attention, all active duty members and veterans of the U.S. military. Your proud service to your country entitles you with the right to participate in special VA loan programs with benefits not available to the general public, like the ability to purchase a new home with no down payment or mortgage insurance, or refi with cash out up to 100% of your present home equity with less strict credit criteria. You are entitled to these benefits. Review them online at varadio.com. This is Tim Lewis from iFreedom Direct and a veteran of Operation Iraqi Freedom. I want you to know that as a member or veteran of the United States military, you've earned special rights and privileges. On your feet! And get the details at varadio.com. iFreedom Direct Corporation is a private lender approved by the VA and licensed in most states. In certain states, certain restrictions and limitations apply. For a current list of licenses, disclosures, and all benefits, go to varadio.com. varadio.com.